We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. The final U.S. Open show before the big day. We've been doing so much content. I just wanted to get here, but it's time to finalize the picks. The DraftKings ownership, the weather, give away some cash to the people who did so much work in helping support this show. You shouldn't stop, by the way. Retweet this show around. Leave a rating and review. We need four more Canadian Apple reviews to get to 600 total, which is huge. We need like 300 more to get to 5,000 American reviews. No matter which country you're in, please leave those ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Huge help in boosting this show. We've also decided after consulting the people to leave in the chat portion of this show on the audio feed. So you're welcome on that part if that's something you like if you're not welcome if you don't like it it's just the way that it's going to be so here's what we got going on bets weather DraftKings ownership pivot plays into the live chat if you're watching this after the fact use the time codes to jump around to where you are fantasynational.com slash mayo gets you 20 percent off the listeners league I don't know if it's full yet or not. It's very close to full. So if it's not, you might want to go get your spot right now because that's going to fill probably by the time that we end this show. In order to ask a question, you need to be subscribed to Mayo Media Network on YouTube for at least one minute. So go do that right now. By the time it's time to ask questions, you'll be in there able to ask whatever you like. And if it's not good, you're going to get banned for life. 
Don't worry about that because that's going to happen multiple times because it's major week. New people, terrible questions. Kick him to the curb. Never have to see him again. It's all good stuff. Want to give away the winners of the $200, the $100, the $100, and the Justin Herbert rookie card as donated by Jeff Feinberg. The winner of the $200 cash giveaway is Sean Nigren. Congratulations, Sean. Kyle Bell Cook is a $100 winner, and TJ, TJ, TMJ underscore 777, did a lot of great work in retweeting this week, got himself a lot of ballots in the draw, and boom, he won 100 bucks. and the winner of the Justin Herbert rookie card is JDiz1617 on Twitter. Congratulations, you have won a Justin Herbert rookie card. Tambo, I don't know if the stocks are down on cards, like stocks are down across the board everywhere, but hopefully not. That's fine. I'd still take it. If you are going to take a card right now, it would definitely be a Justin Herbert rookie card, a guy from the future that we're going to love to see. So uh, it's a good win, if you ask me. And so are the $200 and $100 prizes as well. Yeah, you can go enter as many. Use it for whatever you'd like. You don't even have to enter a DraftKings contest for it. You just take the cash and run if that's what you want. Hey, you won. You can do it with the money. It's your money now. It's no longer my money. So uh, shout out to all you guys. Thank you, everyone, this week for all the support. Again, leave the rating and review if you haven't already. And do it for the Fantasy Golf Degenerates podcast as well with Kenny and Tambo, a great, very successful show on YouTube so far this week. I think it's the highest rated show ever. Yeah, it's definitely been a good week and we finally got some stuff figured out in the back end to pump those ratings up, but appreciate all the support. Like you said, same thing going for us with the retweets, comments, likes, ratings, reviews, all that stuff is good. Let's get to the bets. Here's what I got going on. I'm betting Scotty Scheffler. I'm still waiting for a better number. 16 is the best on the market right now. I'm good with that. I'm good with 15, to tell you the truth. But what's the harm in waiting till tonight to see if it gets any better? Maybe a boost pops up somewhere. There was talk of he plays in the PM wave on Thursday that by the time he takes the course, let's say Rory or Rom goes out and has a good round, does he get just automatically bumped down to 20? I don't think so. So I'll probably do it before lock because in case those guys get wiped out in the morning and with unforeseen weather or who knows. But 16 is probably the minimum that I'll play him at right now. I'm still going to wait out, but he's going to be on the card. I like Scotty Sheffler to win. Shane Lowry, 40 to 1 with eight places. Daniel Hauserberger, 66 to 1 with eight places. Sung J M, 66 to 1 with five places. Very Andercurse, so watch out. Keegan Bradley, 8 to 1 with eight places. I played a top 30 on Taylor Montgomery flea market three plus 375 and airy all five to one on the top 30 first round leaders i am targeting the earliest players on the course it does appear to be the best time to be out there all with five places so you have straka 125 kitiyama hostler and patrick rogers 150 to one and airy all 175 to one i'm going scheffler for my one and done jeff has selected sam burns colin morikawa is going to tim andercust this week. Although Paul brought up something before the show for one and done strategy, Dustin or Louie. Yeah. I love that. The Paul pro tip. I, I think it was good. Talk to them outside. So it's a good call. These guys aren't going to play the PGA events, at least as of now. So why not get him in while you can, if you still have Dustin Johnson, I would use him. I think Louie's still fine at the open. I'd rather DJ here, Louie there. If you want to use out your live guys, but uh, that's if you have them, if you don't, I think Louie's still fine. We're not going to bring up all the stats. We'll get to him later. Maybe when we get to Sung but he did have good live stats last week. Louie. Louie, yeah, not Sungjae. Look, not not. Oh, I don't know about Sungjae. I'm talking about uh, DJ and Louie at the live event. Louie had better stats. DJ kind of pounded it out there and just made it made it up with the irons by the looks of things. 
Yeah, it was interesting because they're they're back to using like 1991 stats oh, on the yeah. live tour. No, no strokes gained over there. It's like greens and regulations, putts per round, <laughs> total putts. I love that. Yeah, one. To- yeah. Uh, TP. You got to get some TP in yeah. your life. I mean, we are using TD a lot this week with total driving yeah. and trying to figure out who we want to use. I don't know if I'm done with the betting board yet. I wrote this in the newsletter last night. The newsletter tonight, the most important newsletter of the week that is going to have the ownership projections, the final betting card. Because I'm still I, I'm still thinking about speed. I really am. I'm thinking about Cameron young i'm thinking about max homa like these are guys that are still on my radar and at the site that i use where you get the eight places on the outright bet i was i wrote about this last night too that like i like lucas i like siwoo and i like gary woodland and there's a few guys down the board even seb straka i do like a lot here that when we think about it, I looked at their top 10 odds, and the example I used was Luke List. Uh, his top eight with the each way, where you still get the equity of the 151, if he somehow ends up winning. He's not going to win, but if he did, it's 150 to 1. But you split up your bet. Let's say you go 10 and 10. So you go 10 on the 150 and 10 on the eight places, which is 30 to 1. His top 10 odds are 11 to 1. Yeah. So it's better. I'd like, I'll lose the eight places. I'm investing less money, and I'm getting more payout on it. I actually bet list last night 175. It's down now to 150 Ooh. on same book, but I took I wanted 200, but I was like that's just not coming. I just don't think it is, and I like it with the eight places, so I'm good with that. So Luke list 175. I've got a couple better numbers than you, but I'd like to buy half of your Lowry bet because I missed that boost, <laughs> and it's the one I'm most disappointed in missing. But I I got the burger at 80 to one with the boost before you got it at whatever 60 I think you said and I bought Homa at five places earlier preseason at 100 so I like having that one because that's a big number on Homa I'm waiting uh just to see but Cam Young and JT is what I was hoping on JT with the same theory that you mentioned on Scheffler look guys got JT at 80 at the PGA Championship and he came back I don't think that's going to happen at US Open but uh Cam Young I'm just deciding on and then the last one was uh what'd you mention oh Scheffler are you interested at 80 to one on Scheffler, because that's the boost right now. Is first round leader? I, I already bet it. You did? Okay. I, was I, say. I, I just I put I think I put fifteen bucks on it just for like peace of mind. They're like, okay. I, I know I'm going to bet Scheffler anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he is a part of what seems to be the more difficult part. Not that that's probably going to affect him all that much. It's probably a good transition to talk about the weather uh, in the newsletter again. What coming out again tonight? And just go subscribe to it down in the description. Completely free to join, and you don't get one every day during non-major season. But during major season, people want the content so i've been a content machine this week i've been really going for it i can't wait to relax once the tournament starts and then relax till the open championship but the weather i've had the hot link in there all week and it did flip a little bit earlier on i was looking at the super forecast for thursday and it's down in the mornings ish because the gusts are still going to be pretty high but you're looking from like 7 a.m until noon it's going to be around like 10 miles per hour, gusts up to 20. And then for the rest of the day, it's like 14, 12 to 14 miles per hour with gusts up to like 25 to 30. So substi- not substantially more difficult in the afternoon. doesn't mean the first round leader can't come from there. The winner can't come from there. This is not what we saw at the PGA Championship. And that's what I want to clarify for people. Yes, the draw bias does look a little bit AMPME, but I don't think it's something you have to move on right now. I don't see any, like, to me, it's just something that people are making up because I'm looking at the same thing. They want it to be there. We've seen it at the players. We saw it at the PGA Championship. I'm going to bet on talent. Talent comes through in any weather. Like, Scotty Scheffler versus the wind? Take Scotty. I honestly don't care this way. JT's been fine. He's been able to beat the wind. So I don't really care about the waves as much as focusing on the bigger thing at hand, which we're about to get into, but is the actual pricing being softer, the ownership, all of those factors, and just roster construction in general because it feels like a week, Pat, where the chalk is just so good 
that it's almost like you have to find different ways to get unique within that chalk. And we'll talk about some of them, of course. But with weather, it's actually even changed since I drove over here to lean even more that it's pushing towards AM, you know, starting to look like the rest of Thursday afternoon. So uh, with the gusts and with now 10 to 13, instead of this morning, it was like 8 to 9. Who cares? Like these are low miles per hour wins that we're not going to worry too much about. I think it's going to just be the best players come through. See, I, I'm completely on board with you. If you wanted to do one, I would say it's probably AM PM because it does now look like on Friday afternoon during the later wave. So the AM on Thursday, the PM on Friday, that there's going to be some rain and decreased winds, but they might get taken off the course if, it, if there's lightning or something like that. So yeah. they might not even get taken, able to be taking advantage of that. Then they get put back out in like 25 mile per hour winds. So. I, I don't mind a like showdown first round leader well, stuff that, like that. If you want, if you want to go there and and take the better of it and try it sure but don't forget we've tried this past events as well like not the pj championship where it was awesome i had actually had a great run there (laughs) but where you you look at like one you could build five guys njt or five guys in scheffler if you even still i think that's fine because i'm not worried by this afternoon that shaft that scheffler jt and those types have to go out and i don't i don't see it being a big problem for them yeah i think that the defining point with all of this where it was different at the players although we got it wrong because of the rain and we got it right at the pga championship is that there's no easy time at this course it's gonna play hard regardless of what goes on and it's not like hey starting at one o'clock it's so out it's a there was like projected 47 mile per hour wins at the pga championship that's not happening here it's gonna be like mid-20s at most, maybe it doesn't even materialize. So guys can play well through that wave anyway. It's not as big of a detriment as it was at those other spots. So The course is hard no matter what. Yeah, and I, there's not 50-mile-per-hour winds or 30-mile-per-hour winds here. It's just not. So yeah. to me, I don't see it. People want to make it a talking point. Maybe they're right. I just don't see it. Yeah. And it might turn out that way because... Sometimes it turns out that way. Yeah. I mean, if you, you could just get lucky, like, like you said, if you want to play wave stacks, I never have a problem with it anywhere. I think it's a way to actually correlate in a sport, a DFS sport, where you don't really get a lot of correlation beyond stat stacks or wave stacks with tee times, things like that. So go ahead if you like, but not something I'm you know, b- b- trying to get into big time or anything. However, I did play, uh, when you mentioned showdown and first round leaders, I did try to target some of the earliest guys out on the course, especially the lower end guys that I needed to fill out my lineup. I gave you the first round leaders that I like. They're all out real early. Oh, yeah. And it's like the back end of my showdown teams. They're going to have those guys on them. <laughs> you're, all, you're all in on beyond just the content this week. You're all in on all the games out there. The first round leaders, the first round showdown, got the classic slate, everything we're going to talk about here. So you're, you're doing it right, Pat. That's what I like to see. Let's get into the DraftKings ownership because I felt like this is very difficult to figure out. I thought we had a very good gauge on how this was going to work when me, you, and Raza talked on Saturday. Matt Fitzpatrick was leading the Canadian Open at the time. Very clearly, he was going to be the number one owned player. He is not going to be the number one owned player anymore. He might not even be the highest guy of the 8,000s anymore. It's potentially, you know, set up where we could see Burns, I think, be higher. Or Berger. Yeah, Burger. Or Finau. We'll talk about Berger, I guess. Like, I, I actually think Berger is the one that could get squeezed here because oh, I you, have, so. you have you have now, you have Burns, you have Fitzpatrick. Everyone still likes a little Neiman and Homa at the top and bottom. It just, they can't all get owned. Again, what it does tell me though, and just looking at from, we talked earlier a little bit about what we're going to talk about here is roster construction that everyone's pounding this 8K range in. Right, Even though there is guys in the 9K and there is Rory up top and we have all these conversations to have, the 6K range is being ignored. We'll get to a few guys later for sure. I know you've got some too, but the 8K range is just getting pounded here. So that's the the one main takeaway that I got out of the gate. So play who you like to play. 
I, I just think it's whatever you want to do in that range. It's just, I think, think about it overall from not just who you play, but how you play, as I always quote on here, but like you, you want to build your lineups differently. Not many people, here's an example right out of the gate. Sky just posted this, our guy at SkyHookDFS, he just posted it out on Twitter about the lineup constructions in these tournaments, the Megas, the, the $20 Millies, and that not too many people put an 8K guy as their second guy into the lineup. So a lot of people start with a 10K guy, but where do you think they go? Like we talked Lowry. about on Saturday, they go to they go to Xander or Lowry, exactly. And then they move down from there to their 8K guy. Third guy in is popular, but you can switch that up. And at the US Open, it's probably a good spot to do it because look how good that 8K range is. So you are losing out on skipping the 9K range, but are you losing out? That's what we'll find out as the tournament plays out. Or you can try to factor it a little bit differently because Lowry is picking up a lot of ownership as the week goes along. I personally think he is the number one play on this slate in points per dollar, how he factors out. He's too cheap. Simply, he and Sungjae are simply too cheap for where their talent level is and the performance that they've put up. And they're going to be extremely popular because of that. I'm good with playing both those guys. Mm -hmm. That's chalk I'm going to eat. I'm not playing Rory. Yeah, Rory's the one up top where it's tough because, like I said, you've got all the other guys around him. Nobody wants to play the guys below him, which is Morikawa, uh, Smith, even lump in Hovland there if you want at 9,700. But going up, you've got Scheffler, you've got JT, and you've got Rom. JT and Rom, also not that sneaky. Like, you're picking your guy up here is my opinion. And when I do my stuff, it's always the same way. I'm, I'm struggling not because to figure out the ownership. It's that even Rory at the 20, or I guess it's the $15 millimaker this week, and that, even if he's 25% in there, he still grades out on my stuff as just as good as the guys around. You're not really gaining that much leverage moving to a 18% John Rahm or a 19% Justin Thomas. Just pick your guy. Yeah, I, but I think it's a coin flip between those four guys. Is, oh, for is sure. how you want to go with it. Even That's what I'm saying. When you add the ownership to Roy, it does, yeah. it's, it's not like the others are in at 10%. You have to go the other side of that coin, which is the guys below Smith, Hovland, Morikawa to get that real ownership break. But then I think you're sacrificing a lot of floor and of what we know with Roy, the potential ceiling. It just really is tough to go back to back i know we did it back in whatever it was hey, listen, I, i'm good with rory winning this week even if i have no drafting you got the double i got the double that will more than pay for my <laughs> pay for any losses i'll take on DraftKings. but i just think scheffler rates out the best and when we take a look at him the tita green continues to be immaculate mm -hmm. it's just he's lost he was gaining four strokes a week putting and he's not doing that anymore it doesn't mean he can't do it again but floor wise it, i think it's between him and rom is like the most likely to finish inside the top 15 with all the upside of winning this event as well. And if yeah. Scheffler is going to be the least popular of the four, and I think that he is, but I don't think that's the determining factor in it. I just think that he is the most likely to win of those four guys. I, I, I don't disagree. I just, I think like that's, he's in my pool. Like that's the guy up top where, why, what are we doing? The guy, like mm -hmm. it's just, he can't do it anymore. He's not Tiger. We know that, but guys go on runs, guys continue to do well. He, you know, I think it's a spot that you should be playing him. And I think it's tough for people. I think that 11-3 is going to throw them off a little bit because like I said, you can't really get to everything you want there. It is 800 bucks more than playing a Roy McElroy. And you might say what you want about it, but 800 bucks is your, se your $7,500 guy has to go down. And then people are like, oh, now I'm stuck in the 6K range. Who do I pick? I don't really love this guy. They'll change their mind on a Ryan Fox or a Denny McCarthy at 6,700, whatever it might be, and just say, oh, I'm going back up. I'll go with Rory and Keegan instead of Rom and, or, or sorry, Scheffler and uh, Denny McCarthy or Ryan Fox. That just doesn't feel comfortable to them. No, and it, it doesn't feel comfortable to me if my 2v2 is Scotty, Scheffler, and Adri Arnas versus Rory and Sungjae. Yeah. That, that's, that's why everyone's going to play Rory and Sungjae. <laughs> yeah. 
We should talk about that. I think that is important to think of because one thing that hasn't changed, regardless of what you think about ownership and how challenging it is, and I'm with you on it, like to figure it out for the entire slate from a perspective of now who is the real leverage because what I mean by that is we know who who's who, but like DJ, Cantlay, do you want to play those guys? No. That's what we have I to mean, make can, a decision. Hovland. Cantlay, yes, I could see playing. I'm not playing DJ. Okay. Um, I mean, unless you want to talk me into it, but I just, I, I don't feel good about it. I don't necessarily want to talk you into it. What I was, yeah, and then we're on the same page, but where I'm going with it is just saying like the, the chalk we know. So Rory, X, Fitz, M. Of course, Burns goes into that mix now. Of course, we can name the other five guys that are the fringe guys that are going to slide into yeah, it. Here, I, I will just straight up tell people the guys that people are yeah, not using this keep, week. Keep it going. What do you got? Cam Smith, Morikawa, Hovland, boom. No one's using, I mean, no one being relative to the guys To the rest, them. yeah. DJ, literally no one's using him. And then you have Brooks, no one's using him. Horschel will be like seven eight nine percent somewhere around there hatton legitimately no one is using bryson no one is using bryson's almost factored in like the same as paul casey when it comes into ownership this yeah week. No, and no, one's, no one's using bryson and he's not playing uh answer no one's playing him there's a bit of steam for louis but he's still way under owned versus the everyone else around there gooch no one's using seamus power webb simpson and munoz are getting a little bit of an uptick harris english Legit, no one's using him. And then you have basically Davis Riley, Harold Varner, and Justin Rose, and Brian Harmon near the bottom of these 7,000s. And everyone else in between is just relatively unowned. Perfect. And I love that. So there's my my question is, or trying to make the point with the question, is what do you do there? Because I it almost feels like I'd rather take my chances on the DJ, Cantlays, Hovlands, the, the elites, with if I if you said that because down low when I'm switching off of guys like yeah but what what's the opportunity Connors but, but what's the opportunity cost here you're going off of you're not using Xander or Spieth or Zalatoris you're using DJ you know those other three guys are probably going to be pretty good and you have question well, marks about DJ or you don't use Justin Rose or Davis Riley or Harold Varner and you use Siwoo Luke List Gary Woodland hell Adam Shank Eric Van Royen those feel like more like coin flip situations to me and I feel like it accomplishes the same result well I I think one thing you're forgetting I talk about all the time is you're allowed to play DJ with those other guys sure I I can roll DJ Zalatoris Lowry and play that as a lineup and it's pretty damn good it avoids the 10k range but I I, I would feel better using Hovland instead of DJ sure you can and that's um, this is the argument I'm making though is I don't feel as good about pivoting off of like a Sungjae or a Corey Connors or all those even though the chalk can bust those guys just feel like bad prices and I don't actually feel like the guys around them are coin flips as much as up at the top where it's elite golfers anything can can click for one week for an elite golfer down low like Sungjae is just purely mispriced at 7,600. I guess my... He's, he's, he's cursed, I know, but still. Well, I mean, that, there is that. Is this, does this break it, by the way? It's, if, it, it was Tim's birthday when he made the pick. So, listen, I have a bet in on him. I'm using him so on So is the birthday teams. narrative going to get him out of this when, when Sung J.M. finishes top 10? I think so, that everyone will be in on Tim's U.S. Open picks for next year if he makes the picks on the show okay. on his birthday. I just want to make sure, because everyone brings that up to me, and there is such a thing, and I'll say, hey, we've seen it. Hey, if you, fa- if you have faded Tim's picks for the past five years, you would be up a lot of money someone asked yesterday on our you put out the thread or whatever and they're like did anyone ever keep track of this for for him and i think you said something pen and paper but it would take a lot to to track down all of the curses the last time the last time that he hit a winner was rory mcelroy at a wgc mexico i I thought i thought it was scheffler recently when we didn't allow him to have it because everyone was like oh you can't say that now because yeah he picked scheffler going into the final round at the (laughs) masters when he was up by four all right all right fair and then he, he actually picked scotty scheffler at where the PGA Championship. <laughs> so Kawa is really in big trouble. The yeah, well, I mean, guy. there was the prevailing Kawa narrative now that, like, he's not hitting the ball the right way. He's not playing a cut anymore. It's just naturally fading on him. And was like, hey, this is just like the week before the Open Championship. Yeah. 
I would say, like, this is the reason why I don't like DJ. If there was underlying stats showing that he had been playing well at some point this year, that would be one thing. But we're not, he's been playing like crap for like 12 months. Live golf, I told you, the stats are out there. Okay, he, give me Horsefield then. Yeah. Give me Louie. Louie, Louie looks really good based on that, by the way, just a side note. Now, that's what I'm saying. I'm comfortable in that range finding some others, but I, I just, like, I don't feel as good about what you mentioned with, like, Woodland, uh, List, those guys. I'm, I've got List in my pool, for example. I'm taking the risk, but I'm just saying I think it is interesting some of these pivots up top because Cantlay, what's the story? Like, it's the majors, right? He has his major history is horrible. But at some point, a, a guy that's won multiple times on tour, won a FedEx Cup recently, like, can he not go out and play well this one major? I don't know. I, just he's priced at 9200 I think you can find out, and you could still pair him. Like, I think that's a great lineup. We talked about it earlier in the week, but like a Spieth, Zalatoris, Cantlay? I think What's Hideki right? comes in less than Cantlay. And I, I like Hideki, And I'd rather too. use Hideki. Yeah, I agree. I, I, like, I like Hideki here, but... I also think Cameron Young comes in under 10%, and I love Cameron Young. And I think he comes in lower than that because because you yeah. talked about it. Here are the guys that are chalks and chalk in the eight. His name wasn't brought up. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting squeezed. He's getting squeezed. Yeah, it's it's certain on that. I mean, he's also the sort of uh, I know it didn't fully come through last week, but all the talk last week. Remember, ninety seven hundred dollar Varner. There's no way you can play Varner at ninety seven hundred. Didn't fully come through because I know all the guys up top kind of got there. But the point was the guy didn't play bad for what he was supposed to be last week at 9,700. Cam Young can come through again at 8,800. He was literally standing on the 16th tee. And we're talking about Mito at the PGA Championship. Cameron Young was six under with six, with three holes left to play before the double bogey and got out of it. Uh, he could have been in the playoff tour. He could have won that event. And I know he shot an 84 one round last time. But once you're out of it that day, you're kind of out of it. Yeah, he lost 5.7 strokes on approach in that one round. Yeah. And he had gained in nine of his past 12 previous to that. Let's go with, exactly. Let's go with his history before that. Can a guy have a bad round? Yeah. Can you forgive him? I think so. The guy's been elite at all courses, tough courses. Uh, grew up in this area. His dad's the, the resident pro at, at uh, Sleepy Hollow in New York. And so, and that's a really tough course too. Anybody hit me up on that? It was like any amateur shooting like 125 plus, <laughs> easy, if not higher. So I think it's just a spot where you can go back to him here at 8,800 and try and get some leverage that way. And I do think that he fits a part of the mold that I want with good driving distance and good around the green. Like if you just pair those two things together, that's it. Yeah. Because there's different micro ways than macro ways that you can look at this week. Who plays hard holes? Who is great out of the rough from 135 where probably the average layup distance is going to be? All this stuff I think is important. It's a part of an overall puzzle. But to boil it, down this week yes great ball striking is going to win the day it always does can we predict who that's going to be we can try we're probably going to be wrong but driving distance is that's why i think it's so important this week as we've seen the past winners of the u.s open over the past five years all big bombers off the tee even Mm -hmm. if it was a short u.s open or a long u.s open but the one good thing about driving distance is that it's probably the most predictable thing that we have we know who hits the ball far we know who doesn't hit the ball far that's a data point for us yeah, that, that's a bit of the argument, too, I've heard a little bit lately just around, like, the, the chalk at the U.S. Open. Because when you think about it, a USGA setup is typically the same. a USGA setup. It's not, like, uh, you know, as predictive as something like the Masters, where course history is literally a thing. Like, it always is a thing. Because it's not course history. We're not playing Augusta National Golf Club every single time at a U.S. Open. We're switching courses. We're switching styles, landscapes, atmosphere, everything. But... I do think that is a key point. The setup is still the setup. We've seen the videos. It's the same every year. The thick rough, the fairways that roll out, all the bunkers around the greens, all these things. I just think, again, this course looks extremely tough. So I think just sticking with the mold is the way to go. And then find out through roster construction ways to get different. Don't put Rory X fits in the same lineup. I don't know it's if not- Xander gets up there now. I'm starting to think that he, because you were talking about Spieth going up. 
And if Rory's going to be like 25, which between 20 and 25, let's say, yeah. there's only so much room for Xander. If Lowry's going to be popular and all the AK guys are going to be popular and Sungjae is going to be popular. Like the most common build I think you're going to see now, Rory, Sungjae, Fitzpatrick, Burns as four guys in. Because you can still figure it out from there. You still have, I think, 75 or 7,600 left. Mm-hmm. So you can go Varner, Connors, or Wise and Riley. Like, those are going to be very popular combinations. How do you feel about starting with Lowry? I don't have a problem with it. I think that's at least the way you can find it. Lowry, Young, Berger, Fitz, Finau, Connors, or something like that. Yeah, obviously the one thing I would say about that that I think people haven't really mentioned yet or are overlooking a little bit is the Billy Horschel win at the memorial I that can't, just can't forget that. billy horschel not the not the name of the play and his middle finger with the you know the problem with it and everything the four play dudes found out but i think that you know if you go look at it uh, do you remember the winning lineup we talked about the week after it was five eight k guys and billy horschel at 7900 can that happen again because yeah. that that field was loaded and it this still had and, the and, top. Th- and this feels like the type of tournament where that could happen now i put some of the results uh into my newsletter last night about like different lineup constructions and how that's worked out that's not typical Right. Oh, it's definitely not. I almost I don't remember seeing that before. We joke about it all the time. It's always a content thing that comes up where people are like, hey, can I play 5 8K? I was like, no, you're an idiot. That tournament, <laughs> it worked. And funny enough, just to, to round it out, the winner actually wasn't in the 8K range. It was Billy Horschel at 7,900. And I, all I'm saying is to extrapolate it out to your point with the Lowry starting point or whether it's Decky or you want Cantley, whatever you want to do, it's up to you. I'm just saying I don't think it's that crazy to go like a 9K, 3 8Ks and a couple sevens and still have it come through. And I, I always link it back to that. I think even last year, one of the Millies was one without Rom. I'm just not sure which one it was. And he was, the I would most, say it's the highest stakes one. It was one of the higher stakes ones I'm saying, but I, I don't know if it was like the 888 or the, the mega last year, but uh, it can easily happen in a spot like that too, where you don't necessarily need it because when you go to those guys up top, you need so much to come through down low and we're going to make cases for guys in the 6K range, because that's what we do, and it's what we like to put our money behind and play, and we, we try it. But it doesn't mean it's going to work every time. And funny enough, in that earlier thread I mentioned by Sky, it showed like almost 50% in megas. Again, it does extrapolate somewhat to the $20 millies and stuff, but people like to play one 6K guy to fit the other guys and make it work. But the balanced builds or the high guy with more 8Ks and skipping a 9K range or the low 10s, you can get away with it still and have a unique build in that sense. What are we thinking Rory's going to be in high stakes? 40%? 35. Yeah, that's my guess. Will you be using him in your main lineup? He will not be in my mega lineup. I've won, I won the seat last week. It will not have Rory in it at 10-5. Definitely not. It's an interesting conundrum because everything is just pointing to Rory, obviously. Floor, I, floor I, ceiling, he said. But I like mean, you said, is he really? Because well, no, well, I, I heard that, he, that uh, from multiple people that he really wants to win. Oh, I bet. Like, it's his, it's his time. Same with Spieth. You know, Spieth wants to win. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to win because he never wanted to win another major before. JT doesn't want to win. Yeah, he doesn't right? want to win. There's no way he wants to go back-to-back majors or anything like that. So, Of all the guys that were, were fading, who do you think fucks you? Because I feel like it's Cam Smith for me. I'm just not – like, nothing on nothing screams Cam Smith about this course to me. Therefore, he's going to win at, like, eight under. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, – you know, I don't think it'll be Brooks. I don't think it'll be Bryson. I don't think it'll be Abe. So I worry a little bit. I, I'm not high on Webb. I know a lot of people like Webb, and he's getting some late steam and stuff. He's only 7,400. I worry a little bit about that because he fits the mold of what I'm talking about with roster construction, where everyone's going to play 7,500 and above. When they use their 7K guys, they're not necessarily going to drop down. And I'm, I was kind of with you. I like Munoz. Munoz and Munoz, power. I mean, I like Keegan a lot at 75, but I know I'm not alone on that. So Keegan, Munoz, Molinari, 
Straka, I really like. Do I have this on there? I have it round one on. In round, I was making my showdown lineup. So I was like, <laughs> this pricing seems odd to me. And where are we at here? Where are the guys that I have highlighted from down there? All right. Keegan at 75. Munoz at 74. Seamus Power, wherever the hell he comes in. Patrick Reed, Seb Straka, Gary Woodland, Patrick Rogers, Alex Noren, Luke List. Brian Harmon, I'm, this isn't the final pool, but these are the guys that I have on my radar, along with Siwoo from $7,000 to $7,500. I'll probably trim three or four guys out of that, but those are the, that's the short list for me. I, I worry about like the entire $7,200, $7,100 range because like, that's where you can end a lineup and get different construction than the guys going with Keegan and above or Gooch or Munoz or any of those guys that they're playing in the last minute here on top of the M's and the Connors and all the guys in that 8K range. So I, I worry most about that. And I guess Hatton as well. It doesn't really set up well for him at all. None of these courses seem to anymore. He hates them all apparently, but... At 8,000, nobody's playing him. 2% Hatton at 8,000? Yeah. I've, I've got him at four. I think someone will find their way in there. But yeah, I, I could see I could see him doing it. But other than that, I'm, I'm not too worried about the other guys like Brooks, you know, a, any of those guys up there really that I'm, I'm thinking to be off. So it's mostly the guys down low that I'm, I'm concerned with. Let's talk the 6K guys. Because right, I'm using let's do it. Let's go. Fuck it. I lose every week anyway. I might as well lose with Harry Hall. Taylor Montgomery, both at $6,400, two Corn Ferry guys. Wrote them up in my player note threads along with MJ Diffuse and Brandon Matthews. Brandon Matthews crushes it off the tee. I just don't think he's as complete of a player as these guys. And Harry Hall has just been on a great run on the Corn Ferry Tour. And basically, Montgomery's been the second best player on the Corn Ferry Tour. Second best scoring average, second best par four scoring average, top 30 in greens and regulation, top 30 in driving distance. A lot of the stuff that I want to see. Nick Hardy at $6,200, I think is fine. And I'm not saying play 50% of these guys, but if you're playing, let's say 20 lineups, two lineups a piece for them. You're playing hundred lineups, five to, I mean, five gets you way over the field. Five out of a hundred, 5% of well, five, these guys. 5%, you're set. A lot of these guys will be 0.5% owned. So I want to hear about Richard Manzel, Johnny's yeah. brother. <laughs> I wish it was Manzel. Yeah, it'd be Mansell Manzel at $6,100. Try and sell you on Richard Mansell. This is the this is the guy sixty one hundred bucks. So I was looking him up. Every, everything pops up decent for me. And then you go to um, the driving stats on a site like uh, like Data Golf or whatever you want to go to and find it. And he, he actually is very solid off the tee. And then you go look at his European stats. Not the best from last year, but for this year, they all look pretty solid. Sand saves, greens of regulation, and driving distance. Three things that I think should do well here that I'll take advantage of. And then lastly, his recent form on the the, the DP World Tour is still not that bad. I'm not. You don't have to. Again, it's like a 05 percent owned guy but if you want to get him into some of your lineups at 6100 he can make a lot work and look i played chris goddard up last week at 6300 so, so did so did it one fourth of people <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we'll, we'll definitely be interested in some richard mansell i like your montgomery call more than your harry hall call so i, I will say that well, what do you have against harry oh I like that. That's the only part I like, I think, is, is that when you do the accent. But I don't know. It's close, and they're both the same price, and I don't want to play a bunch of guys down here, so I thought that. And then going back up, the one I want to talk about is Kitayama. So Fox makes sense. I know Ben Coley's on him. I know people talked about him. The, Listen, the projection I, sites like him. I feel like Brian Fox is my guy. He no is. One talks Originally about your guy. Yeah, no one talks about Ryan Fox more than I do. I think he is shaken after what happened to him the week after the PGA Championship. And if I just need any sort of non statistical reason to fade a guy just to feel like it's an emotional letdown for him and i'd rather play 
the cheaper guys than Ryan Fox. I'd rather play Arnos. I'd rather play... No one's going to use Sam Horsfield. Everyone wanted to use him at the PGA Championship. Yeah. And he didn't play all that well. Just played pretty well. On he's the, on my list. And now he's a live tour guy. No one wants to play him. He fits what we want to do here. So what I was going to say, the two guys that we sat here on Saturday with Raza and talked about what my theory always is down here is play someone you think will be in the field next year and cost more than this price. And the two guys I have are Sam Horsfield at 6,600 and Kirk Kitayama at 6,700. Kirk Kitayama actually has a very strong sample size over playing tougher courses. He drives the shit out of the ball. I think that's why he's going to be like 2% owned. And I think that's what I was going to say with Ryan Fox there and people talking about him, projection sites liking him. You've mentioned him in the past. People have played him. I don't have a problem with playing him and play you know, a mix of these guys because I only have like five guys down here, but I really do like Kitayama and I do like Horsefield. Those are sort of two of the guys there at 67 and 6,600. I'm adding to the betting card right now. Who? I'm doing it. I'm putting in Richard Mansell top 40. 40 finish plus 333. Do it. Let's go. Let's get in on that. Where are you at, Johnny Manziel? <laughs> jo- Johnny Manziel's cousin. Where's this Richard guy from, Mansell. anyway? What, what nationality is this um, guy? I don't know exactly. <laughs> I, look, I look into everything, like the stats and the numbers and stuff, but I actually don't know where R- he's from. Richard Mansell. Let's see here. Where are we got? Doing Play- a really good sell job here. He is from, what does it say here? Long Martin? No, Liverpool. Oh, he's from Britain? Yeah. Oh, just pair up Richard Manziel and Eri All. Then you can play Rory and Scheffler in the lineup. Maybe that could be the case. But yeah, 27th in driving distance, 4th in greens and regulation, 24th in sand saves, 19th overall for for strokes gained. And then uh, you go to his... Yeah, T3 in Germany. He was 9th at the Dutch. He was T23 at the Saudi Open. It's a fake Saudi Open. And then he was T8 at the Betfred... British Masters presented by Danny Willett on Sky Sports. So yeah, right, I mean, right up there with Victor Perez, third at the most recent event. So give give you an idea there. And then, like you mentioned, the Dutch T three, T eight, T nine, T twenty three, T twenty six. The field strengths aren't even comparable. So I don't care. But it's priced in. He's sixty one hundred dollars. Uh, you don't. You're not going crazy with this guy. Do That's you th- do you think he or Nick Hardy is a better play? If you just gun to your head, uh, I can I, tell you. I think Nick Hardy is a better play because he was. Yeah, people have to remember he was injured. I, and now he's back, and he's been really good. He was even good last week in Canada. He was, yeah. I still have Mansell better. Johnny Mansell. R- Richard Mansell. Richard Mansell. Richard Mansell, me this pen. That's who we got down here. So R- Richard is going to come through for us at 6,100. Speaking of last week, though, we didn't talk about this guy at 7,300. Did you have a take on Varner? 9,700 last week. Did his job, man. And I argued him on a lot of shows last week when people were trying to dog my guy at yeah, 9,700. You, you, you really liked him. I was saying, you gotta, you, it wasn't just the payoff for probability, but it was like people were saying his numbers were so bad and they were actually better in a lot of cases than some other guys, like similar to Corey Connors, uh, even Fitzpatrick. Like he had numbers that went with it on Fantasy National, on his recent form, on similar courses, all of that. And now he just drops all the way down to 7,300. He looks better to me than some of the other guys that are down there in that, you know, seven to 7,400 range. So I, I'm going to go back to him. I know usually shits the bet on a Sunday, but let's get him there first. Right? Yeah, let's get, get, there get him to Sunday and that's and not see really, what happens. Maybe not, he's not, learned from the millions of times it's already went downhill for him there and he could find his way through. But, uh, you know, even back in the day, like Beth Page, wasn't it? When he, he shot the 80 or whatever, 81 on Sunday with but Brooks. But he was there. But he was there. He was in the final group. Like, he's been playing much better golf lately. I think that is interesting. And then now everyone's coming down on him for all the live stuff. He's out liking, liking comments and agreeing with everything to do with live. But who, who knows what he'll do. He just got signed, actually, to by a, FanDuel. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that is, but I, I hear it's something to do with the similar space that we're in. Never heard of the company before. Correct. Like, sounds awful, to tell you the truth. Correct. DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is now where you want to be. Yes. But do they just, I mean, this would be classic that company that they just didn't do their due diligence and know and know that he was going to the Live what Tour. Company? Or, what company? Or are they trying to get in on the Live Tour? Who, who knows? Wait, did you hear the Live Tour? I know this, we're sidetracking it every time, but they're going to buy the DP World Tour? I, I did hear that, yeah. I mean, Feinberg had some insights to that because he used to work for, what's his name, Richard Pelly, who is the commissioner of the DP World Tour. He used to run the Toronto Argonauts. Okay. Feinberg's first job in Toronto was Pelly's, being Pelly's assistant. Oh, so wow. he, he does have that content. <laughs> Six degrees of Feinberg. He, okay. knows, he legit knows everybody. That's incredible. But let me ask you this then, Pat. But the, the, the real crowning question here is, if the Live Tour wants to buy FanDuel, and FanDuel could definitely use some fixing, we know that, would, would you sign on for 50 times your money right now? I guess you probably can't answer that, but I, I thought I would ask it anyway. Would I sign on for, yeah, I'm going to sign on anywhere for 50 times my money. Even if it's live backed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. I love it. The honesty, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah, look, like uh, I'll be the Taylor Gooch of people in content. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, g- give me enough money that I can retire in two years. We, we say this all the time. My, my buddy Big T and I always joke about it with the, the FanDuel contests. Like, we, we should just, just let us take it over. We can make these contests better. We can grow your site and make it so much stronger because. Well, don't. Continue to hire Pat Mayo on DraftKings and yes. keep your golf content strong. Because of that, bets I am making right now. Richard Mansell, plus 333, <laughs> top 40. Nick Hardy, plus 33, top 40. When people wonder where all my money goes, I mean, besides the outright It doesn't losers. matter when you win the Rory Rory double anyway, so... Yeah, I'd like to win these ones too. Yeah, you could still win these. That's the benefit. That That is, but uh, that's sort of the conviction that I'm going with. I like Kitayama. I like Horsefield. Uh, obviously, these guys are shots in the dark. Lucas Herbert, like if you want to play Mackenzie Hughes and Lucas Herbert, I would recommend playing them together at $6,800 because like you had mentioned to me before, the rough is deep, but it's all about like the breaks that you get in the rough. Yeah. You might have a good lie in the rough. You might have the shittiest lie possible. We saw this, the Shane Lowry video from earlier today. He was just buried greenside. He took as big of a hack as I have seen anyone take <laughs> from a greenside shot and it went legit two feet in front of him. Yeah. And then to his next shot in the rough was fine. Oh, exactly. That, that's the funny part, too. A lot of practice reports are coming out. The old Allen Iverson, not the Mexican Allen Iverson, Abe Answer, but the Allen Iverson talking about practice. And it's like everyone, oh, this guy's going to suck now because he he flubbed a couple chip Shift shots. in practice, yeah. You know, They're also he, working on he's, stuff. Uh, he might be working on that, exactly, <laughs> to try and see how the hell this actually plays. And he knows how to play it, but he's ch- he's testing the waters for potential flyers and things like that. So I, I just think... It's uh, you know a little bit too much. Anytime I've went off a practice report against it, it's never worked out well. So I'm not going to do that this this year. Oh, the simulations are up on Fantasy National mm. right now. If people want to go check it out, fantasynational.com/slash/mayo gets you twenty percent off twenty percent off any membership. And like it's going to tell you the good guys are going to win more often because that is correct. I'm trying to find like the biggest loser on MJ Defew. <laughs> for whatever reason, ranks inside the top 15 in terms of cuts made in top 20s. He's 6,100 bucks. I was just trying to look it up too. What's he at? Yeah, he's 6,100 bucks. Okay. And yeah. That's it, our guy. Mansell is the same price. I mean, there's guys you can watch. People talk about like, hey, can you play all 8K guys? Could you play all 6K guys? No. Because I'm kind of feeling it. No, definitely Hardy, <laughs> Mansell, Kitayama, Defew. Give me the million dollars right now. Uh, who's realistic? Who's down here? That is Gooch rates out. Real. Gooch numbers pop. The simulation likes them. I don't think that people are going to use Taylor Gooch. 
I don't think they can. That, that's what I keep coming back to. I think he's the guy that gets some of the steam for sure, like from, from that area. But when you're bringing in Connors, Mido, Fleetwood, uh, and then you've got little guys there like the, you know, sort of the Louis, the Munoz, like I said, they're not going to be popular, but they get some of the, the, the carryover, the overflow. But then you've got Sung Jay and you've got Keegan Bradley and all that. Like, how does he completely climb up? I don't know. I'll have to wait and see, you know, check a few more things after the show, but I, I didn't see anything on him that would show me that he would go beyond 12%. Do you know who the second highest rated $6,000 player per the simulations is this week? Richard Mansell. It is Richard Mansell. I'm looking at it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yeah, no, 6,100. That That is interesting, though. I can't wait for this guy to be fucking 17 over after three <laughs> it's holes. It's going to be something like that for sure. <laughs> and I won't be able to know. I'll be looking at the screen being like, if they don't have the Chiron, I'll be like, who the fuck is this guy I'm watching right now? I have no idea who this is. They're like, all but right, to be it's, fair, it's Richard Mansell. It's like, oh, fuck. People don't know who this guy is. But to be fair, he's ahead of Billy Horschel, Tyrrell Justin Hatton, Rose, Brooks Koepka. Shane like, Lowry. Do you, do you care? Like, I don't know. Like, those guys, of course, then it gets crazier down below. But right off the top, he's not, you know, the guys he's on top of, you don't like anyway. What are his outright odds to win? Oh, now now we're talking. Now we're not Now talking. we're talking, Tambo. 333 on the top. A million is, to one? Is that what we're looking at? He's, he's actually be. only 600 to one. He's the same number as Adam Shank. Yeah, there's, yeah okay. I probably won't do there's that. There's no win equity there, but at 6,100. Oh, now you're telling me there's no win equity. Well, I, that's why you I bet just top locked 40. this guy into 100% of my lineups. Top 40, yes. Top 40, we're good. I like him better than Fran Quinn. I'll tell you that much. Who's apparently 2,500 to one. To you know who the Sims do like is Justin Thomas. Shocker. Hey, that's just saying. Shocker. I don't, I don't they see like Rory Justin up Thomas. there. I don't see Rory up top. I see DJ above Rory actually on the Sims. Well, maybe the Sims are broken. Yeah, maybe or maybe you should just play them. Who knows? The, I mean, the simulator worked out at the PGA Championship. Yeah. I think the first thing I said was, boy, the Sims sure do love Justin Thomas. And who ends up winning? I kind of like like making a, like a Sims lottery ticket, like DJ, Munoz. You I mean, can, you, one, two, three, four, this isn't going to, one, two, three, four, five, this is going to shock anyone in terms of overall wins. But it is Thomas, Rom, Xander, Scheffler, DJ, and then Rory, then Morikawa. So yeah, Mun- Munoz, super high on this list. Start with Defoe and Mansell and then see... And then see who you can afford. Probably all of them at this point. All right, is there anything you think we should hit on? Let's make a prediction for the five highest owned guys. I think it's going to be Rory Rory, and Sungjae. Rory, Sungjae, Burns, Fitz, and we're missing a guy, Xander. Or Finau. Finau feels more likely because you can fit almost all of that. almost feels like a lineup. So Xander or Burns then because the rest makes sense. It can actually fit in a lineup. Xander or Burns? Burns. I think so. I think Spieth draws enough away from Xander. And then and then you'll get like the contrary. Lowry, you'll, Willie Z. I don't think Willie Z gets Willie that. Z probably gets squeezed by the way. That's another yeah, thought. Yeah, I think I he comes in under on the other L- stuff. So. Lowry will be popular, Spieth will be popular, Xander will be popular. But yeah. then you also have to take into consideration the 150 max players who are like, man, no one owns Cam Smith, Morikawa, or Hovland. I'll just use them. Yep. And then it'll bump their ownership up a little bit. So yeah. I think that the the big the big four, three of Rory, Sungjae, and Fitz probably burns as well or what you're looking at as and top. Fino at 8200 I think people just always love Fino oh, I'm good with we'll, not playing we'll see. Fino I'll play Burger instead of Fino it's easier for me All who's right. the other guy in the sevens everyone's using because I think it's just maybe it's flat because you got like Keegan Fleetwood Mito Wise Connors yeah All I don't know if Wise guys. actually I think Wise gets squeezed too two Connors and those guys that are well, I like plus, Wise plus him. yeah I like Wise <laughs> I'm, I'm good and then from the bottom, it's Riley, Varner, Rose. I think those will be the big three. Yeah, earlier in the week, you thought Henley. We talked pre-show about that. I was curious. Yeah, it seems like were, seems like the, st- I, the I steam's think, gone. Yeah, I, agree. I do believe that optimizers are going to like him, though. 
So he'll end up in a lot of the people who generate their lineups using optimizers. Yeah, it's definitely possible. That's where, but usually, uh, you know, Varner's in that mix too. So it's tough to say, but I think both are interesting. And I think playing lineups with like Henley and Varner down there could, could be a way to go. Uh, of those four guys, I like Davis Riley the best. Yeah, Riley makes the most sense at 7,300. I mean, he's guy, he's on fire. His, if you want a game log watch, you could go do that and see what he's been doing. Crushing, good at the PGA Championship, and then also the uh, the 69-63 to get into this tournament. I mean, he's, he's got form to even get the, the Q ticket. And I think when you go back and look, I'm going to try to do this in real time right now, because sometimes I, I'm, as Feinberg remembered, or found out on Monday when we had a yelling match, sometimes I misremember things. I, I, <laughs> the putt that I was thinking of with Feinberg and Fleetwood was the putt he missed on 17 up the hill from distance that stopped like one inch short of the hole. Totally forgot about the putt on 18. Yeah. And it's funny because I was riding a thousand to one Tommy ticket oh. from Sunday morning. Jeez. But he paid a, the each way on that was very nice. So that really yeah. saved my week that week. Davis Riley, when he won on the Corn Ferry Tour, I recall it being at very difficult courses. I think it was TPC San Antonio, something like that. Yeah, it was. The TPC San Antonio Oaks course is where he got his Corn Ferry to win in 2020. 70, 69, 66, 67. Most guys were over par that week. Like it does seem, and like he, Valspar is a hard course. It does, it, you can score on it, but it is a hard course. And I do think that maybe it's just me trying to play some narrative here, but I think that he plays hard course as well. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's what I said. Like, again, other people are going to think it, but at the same time, I don't think you're going to see as much ownership just because of the way the area is already set up around it. All right. Any final thoughts before we get to the guys in the chat? The, uh, the simulation lineup <laughs> contains. We'll just leave it at this so we only give four, but if you put Dafu and Mansell, it includes Bryson and DJ. So just leave it at that, but that, I'm going to play it in the $100 just to, to waste off 100 bucks. Be fun. You can golf with any set of clubs, really, but when you get that iron, wood, driver, putter that's just right, it makes the whole experience so much better. The same can be said about the cocktail you choose to toast the 122nd U.S. Open. Technically, you can drink anything, but for the true golf experience, make a Dewar's Lemon Wedge, the official cocktail of the 122nd U.S. Open. It's what fans and spectators are drinking on the course right now. You can make one yourself with Dewar's 12-year-old lemonade and club soda garnish with a lemon wedge with a golf tee through it, a clean one obviously find the recipe at doers.com then invite your best golf buddies over to watch the u.s open with the cocktail that's refreshing delicious and just right for an afternoon of the greatest game on earth played by the greatest players of our generation here's to a great tournament from doers the official scotch whiskey of the u.s open we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I needed something for breakfast that wasn't going to weigh me down the rest of the day, but had the nutrients I need that gave me energy to help me yell into a microphone as much as possible, or if I want to go to the gym a little bit later on in the day, that I would be feeling good and feeling refreshed and not feeling logy and bogged down like if I have a bunch of fat in the morning or a bunch of carbs. And Athletic Greens has provided that for me. It's been fantastic. That is why I take it every single day. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all of these things. And it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is going to be okay for you. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than a cold brew habit. And Athletic Greens was created when the founder had a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement regime to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Athletic Greens, $3 a day. And with the habits that you're going to break by, whatever you buy in the morning, you're also taking care of yourself, which is absolutely huge. And it already has over 7,000 five-star reviews online. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's recommended by leading health experts. And right now, it's a time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Good content. Good content. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Here's us. We're just throwing a hundred bucks away. Hey, I just gave away a bunch of money on the show too. Smash the like if you're watching right now. You need to be subscribed to Mayo Media Network in order to ask a question and subscribe to the newsletters where, where all the final plays will be and more information, more stats. We're going to have weather closer to the point and all the hot links for the week are going to be in there. All the information you need to know. Plus Tambo's tidbits. And I have a galaxy brain 
three Galaxy Brain lineups that are in there too, including one of trying to see if this is the anti-curse week and all of Tim's picks are correct. What are those lineups? See, that's the fun. End up looking like. Exactly, yeah. So we'll get to the questions right now. Benny Mac is literally first in this chat. Can you talk him out of playing Brandon Matthews this week? Now, most people are probably asking, who the fuck is Brandon Matthews? Yeah. We just gave you like eight other guys. I I would play all the other guys I said. So I don't know if I can talk you out of it, but I would definitely play the other guys I said before Brandon Matthews. Uh, You guys filtering out players who do like filtering in players that do really well at New England courses. Well, realistically, there's what? TPC Boston and the Travelers. That's it. Yep. JT won TPC Boston in 2017. Dustin Johnson, I think, shot minus 145. Minus 30, I think. And and Scheffler shot a 59 that week. Yeah. Or 58, I think. It was 59 or 58 on, I believe it was Saturday. Yeah. And he still lost by 12. Yeah. TJ. Uh, no, I, I mean, I don't care. Keegan's really the only guy cause he's from that area. That Scott I, Stallings. Lives Scott Stallings is from the area. You say Cameron, Cam Young's from New York, New like, York. Like there are very, there are so, I mean, it, it only makes sense that there'd be so few Northeastern based golfers growing up because you don't get to play half the year unless yeah. you move to Florida or move to Texas or move to California. That's why you see players from there play on the PGA tour rather than the Northeast. But I do think that there is probably something to be said of just Growing up with that type of grass, those type of greens, not knowing like these ones in particular, playing out of that style of rough, that style of grass, there's probably like a little bit of an advantage to it. Nothing that's going to sway me on it. Still got to play good this week. Yeah, you still have this to play week, well this week against the best round players one, in the world. Ra- to get to round two to get to be able to make the weekend. Like, it's just dumb. I don't do that. Any love for Neesmith? Nah. No. Uh, bad omens on Lowry being paired up with Liv Lou and Prince Mickelson? I don't think so. Punish them. Punish yeah, them. he probably wants it more now, so therefore he's number one. <laughs> yes, there you go. Hostler or Molinari is last man in. I don't feel like those two are close in price. Uh, it's not. I, I, I feel like that's a Molinari fu- sixty nine hundred. I know that. Is he okay? I thought Molinari was seventy two. What's I have Hostler in my list because I thought about it. He's, he's cheaper for sure. Hostler sixty four. Hosser's another one you could potentially use. Driving distance, putting, and short game. That's all he does. He can't hit a fucking iron to save his life. Crushing it in the practice rounds, they say. Striping it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I couldn't trust Hosler here personally, but we'll see. I would. I mean, it, that all depends on your 2v2. Of If you use Molinari, who's your fifth man in? If you use Hosler, who's your fifth man in? I think that's a decision. I'm assuming this is their last man in because they're using Hosler. So they've got to, they've got to, if they're willing to. Yeah, but that's a $500 difference between Hosler and Molinari. Like, you yeah. could improve your fifth guy if you use Hosler. Is the, is, what I'm saying is, I think that's the decision you need to make is yeah. if not use Molinari. Decide, decide if you want M or Homa with that 500 bucks, yeah. for example. Or depending on, yeah, depending on how you constructed that lineup. Tambo yeah. for showdown, which side of the course would you prefer the guys start on? I said this, uh, you know, this is a original take, I think, cause I don't, I don't hear other people talk about this stuff, but I like playing the hardest holes first. And from what I'm told, at least and what I see is like one through four looks really tough. And why I say that is, well, it sucks on your scorecard, but even a showdown, who cares? It's a bogey or two, a double bogey. It frees you up. What it does is it tells them like, damn, this place is hard. Now they get into the mix of being able, we see it all the time. I use Torrey Pines, north versus south. North is easier. So if you play it on day one, you can get to five, six under and then go play the south. But the minute you start making a mistake on the tougher south, your six goes to four. What's worse than seeing, think about DraftKings. You see your money go down. (laughs) Nothing sucks more than that. You're like, damn, I just want my money to say 100K again or 20K or 2K or whatever the number is for you. I like going through the hard stuff first, mentally grind it out and then pick up some steam and start making some shots down the stretch. So I, pr- I prefer that. I don't see anything that would lead to, I mean, there's not going to be, I, do you think anyone has a birdie streak this week? I, I don't see, oh, I mean, someone might. Because <laughs> again, these guys are good, but uh, you know, I, I don't see. Yeah. For I, showdown, I'm looking for guys that are going to, you know, make pars and birdies. 
uh, here and there if they can and just grind it out. Like that's really what it comes down to. I would even go the opposite way. I think I just go and what I did in my lineups, I basically said birdie or better rate opportunities gained and just filtered my lineups with early guys who did that. Oh, for sure. But those those guys are going to be making the pars where others are making doubles. No, I was was going to say those those guys are going to be making doubles, but they're also probably going to make some birdies. Which is is totally fine. Yeah, we're we're saying the same thing differently, but I agree with you. You want the guys that have the capability to make that. And if they blow up, it's a hole or two here and there. It's not going to be a bunch of them, so... Which do you like of the? Which two do you like out of this group? Oh my God, it's a big list. Uh, Mito or Wise? Wise. I like Wise as well. So, Wise or Kh Lee? Wise. Wise. Keegan or Wise? Gets closer, but I, I like Keegan. My answer for this range because it has Henley, Rose, and Harmon as well is Keegan and Wise, with Mito slightly behind. Henley, Rose, Harmon, Henley, and Wise. Okay. Thanks, Pat, for the best goddamn content out there. Thank you, Rick, for tuning in. Smash the like while you're there. Question for Tambo and Pat, for that matter. Do you alter your player pool or percentage of your roster with the U.S. Open with the top 60 in cut rule? I don't. I don't think about it. I'm just trying to pick guys who make the cut. I'm just trying to pick guys that can beat a U.S. Open or contend based on their price. So that, that's all I look at. Uh, one thing we didn't talk a lot about, but just to lay it out at this point, because it's a good question for it, is remember position placement points. Matter. Well, yeah, like, again, you get your 6-6, six six, everyone's so excited, and then they have some loser in there that's absolutely going to get destroyed over it, the weekend. That will prevent you from coming in first, but you'll still, like, even if you oh, have a loser. crush if you have a 6-6. Six six. If you have a 6-6 six six this week, because I expect it to be very low. Yeah, you'll crush. I'm saying if you're talking about getting to the top, like, I'm not using Mansell in my mega for 44, <laughs> even should. though it frees me up and just uh, absolutely crushes. He's going to win. He's in the Sims, obviously, 600-1, ship it. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to do that. I want six guys in there that, that have cut equity, good floors, good ceiling, whether it happens who knows? A million dollars richer if it does. So I'm going to aim for that. What's the cheapest player you would use in like a mega lineup? Uh, probably like one guy at like 6,700 or six. Okay. So you, you would, you would you potentially use a 6K go into guy, No problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm saying I'm not using like the risky dude that we had to go look up his OWGR and where he came from and all these factors. And that he's Johnny Manziel's brother. Point. Yes. Manziel. M-A-N-Z-I-E-L. Did I ever tell you I was at a bachelor party in Montreal in the club that we went to? Johnny Manziel was there at the same time, like three <laughs> hours before a game with the Montreal Alouettes where he was supposed to be playing <laughs> Was this when he was going in the CFL? Yeah. He was in the CFL. He was smoking cigs outside. That's where I saw him. Any dollar, any $100 bills? No, no, no. It was not one of those. It was, just, just, it was, it was just a club. Uh, we were there like midday. Getting some drink on some guy. At, at this point, it might have been $20 bills, actually, because he was down to the CFL level. Yeah, listen, Johnny's got money. Don't worry about Johnny. True, but he's wearing this true. bright yellow hoodie, just having smoking darts out front. <laughs> People in Montreal love that guy. Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh, 2v2, Scheffler Connors or Rom Berger? I like Scheffler Connors. I mean, yeah. I like both of them. Damn, but I like both of those. I just like Scheffler. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like the Rom side, actually. Okay. Willie Z and Berger or Spieth and Burns? I like Willie Z and Berger. Damn, these are these are just so tough. Like Will, Willie Z is probably the better side though. I'm I'm liking him at 9300 this I, week. So. I'm probably I asked this to Rick on the show last night. Like if you just wanted to pick and choose the guys you wanted to play from that eight thousand dollar range, like the the five like quote unquote chalky guys. So it starts at Fitz and it goes Fitz. Where are we at? Fitz, Burger, Burns, Finau, Homa. Those five guys. I think you can realistically play three of them. You probably want to play two of them, unless you really want to play a lot of lineups and get multiple exposures. But I'm not going to do that. So who are the two guys that you would use? I think Berger is a lock for me, and it's between Finau is out, and it's between Fitz and Homa for me. Yeah, Burns is the guy for me. I, I definitely like Burns. I think, again, a guy that actually wins. What, what's the difference between Burns and Will Zalatoris? Three wins this season? Who do you think performs better DraftKings-wise? 
I, I still again I'm I'm gonna ride with Burns. I just think I, I think Zalatoris outscores him week week over week. He does, and he's been better in majors by a mile. I'm just saying I, when you're getting that type of gap, you got to take it on. And the ownership's on Burns too, so it kind of sucks. But uh, at 8,300, I got a hard time avoiding. It. And one thing I will but, say, but, but, but then why not Homa versus Burns? Homa wins just as much. What if I like him too? Okay, so Burger's out for you. Burger's tough for me because, but not, but not so much because I'm not as high on Fitzpatrick. We had this conversation on Saturday how I sold you off of him for like six guys around. Are, him. are we to the point where everyone has talked themselves out of Fitzpatrick yet? To what? To seventeen percent? No, to like ten percent. Oh, that I we just it. look up and like, oh my god, Finau's twenty-seven. <laughs> if that happens, that's insane. Fee, like right? Finau is is a pure ownership fade for me here because I do think he gets over twenty percent. I think he ends up the owned. highest. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I think him and Burns definitely gets get up there. But I would say this is that that my whole argument on Fitzpatrick from day one or point one that we made on him was that it has not, it really doesn't even matter. The ownership just adds even makes it worse. It's that I don't think he's the best player in this area. I think you could make arguments that so many guys in this range are better than him. I think that you could make an argument that guys, as Paul pointed out before the show, like are between Rory and uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, what's the win equity difference? Well, it's a, you can't even determine it because it's mm. 21 to zero yes, in terms of how to work. And you make, can make that case with uh, Burns. You can make that case with hell Berger. You can make it with Homa versus Fitzpatrick and a lot of this stuff. But when you look at his results, especially in tough, difficult courses and just any course overall, it, th- just in 2022, sixth, tenth, ninth, fifth, fourteenth, second, fifth, tenth. Like the guy's good, and you don't need him to win at this price. Now, do you really think that Burns is going to win this tournament? Homa's going to win this tournament, or would you take the top ten? I got, I've got Burns and Neiman better than Fitzpatrick, even on hard courses. Okay, and better results and winning on tour. All these factors, so I like them better. All right, I guess you just don't put a lot of uh, stock into the Czech Masters then. I, I, I put more <laughs> stock. Yeah, no, I don't. You're right, but he has won huge tournaments overseas for sure, like seven wins on, on the Euro Tour. But I would say this is like Burns and Neiman, for example. They've already won on tour at pretty tough events or challenging tracks or whatever. Where now they can go get their first major. Versus, is Fitz' first win going to be over here? Going to be? A major. I don't think so. See, I like. I, I I would prefer to use Cam Young in that spot just because I think that he fits this particular. But that's style. another example. I, I like Young better than Fitz to get if someone's getting their first major before their first PGA Tour win. I, I still like Young. Okay. So like all those angles that you can make up, like Billy Horschel just won the Memorial where everyone loved Fitz and Billy won it. I, I just you can talk about it all day. I just think the range is loaded. And to your point on Burger, it, it, he has to be getting squeezed, right? There's just no way. I, I agree, and I, Fitz, I like him. I like Burns, him the best Fino, of those five Hulma, guys. Homa, Neiman, Young, like everyone, like of course Billy Kep, or sorry Brooks Kepka and Hatton are getting none. Billy Horschel probably lower, but how, how can Burger get it too? Like where is this coming from? It has to come. It has to add up. The ownership has to all add up, right? When you put it all together. I like it. So. I, d- I have a feeling that everyone's making like these sorts of like, whatever the case against Fitzpatrick, it was all the case for Fitzpatrick four days ago that everyone heard he was going to be the highest owned guy. Now, all I've heard over the past three days is just how he's not a good play anymore. Yeah, it happens at times. But my point is, and this is where I'm protecting myself, is that I don't care if he comes in at twelve, if he comes in at twelve, I'm not gonna be like, "Damn, I should have went with him in the in the beginning." I never was on him. I, I never liked him for that reason. So if you if you have him in a lineup, don't have Connors, M, Finau, X, Rory. Like, just don't play them all together if you want to use Fitzpatrick. But I'm saying I have reasons to not play a bunch of them anyway out of the gate because I already like the other guys better. Is stacking skill sets the best lineup construction method for majors? Example, placing a premium on around the green stats. Maybe, but I would say driving is where you want it. I mean, combi- yeah. I think combining driving and around the green is a great way to play it. 
I just think you're, yeah. And Ben doesn't, I love it. I, I'm all for it. I'm just saying it's kind of a cop-out at a U.S. Open, of course. You're stacking the USGA skill set that's required at all U.S. Opens. You know what's actually severely underrated at this tournament, despite the fact that it is the most important thing that people do? Iron play. Like, no one wants to use Cam Smith, one of the best iron players on the planet. No one wants to use Colin Morikawa, one of the best. Hovland. Uh, like ball strikers, yeah. the, the ball, the, the guys that you would typically use and the guys that you would just, when you go back and look at the stats, the best ball striker is going to win this tournament. It's not going to be the guy who gains 13 strokes putting. It's always been that like Memorial and us open. And they're always this tight knit together is the T to green game in general, just all of it, put it all together. And, and what have they been doing? And those guys, like you said, some of the best in the game. So you can go build your lineups that way and, and be unique. And then you could get away with playing. Like if you play Hovland Morikawa, you can play Sungjae. You can play Connors. And you're still you can way, just use one of them, and you could probably still do that. You're still way different. That's what I mean. You're still. That's my point. Is I, I think it keeps coming back to the same thing. But I care about roster construction more than I care about who are the plays because it doesn't matter. Like you, you can use. You don't have to full fade a guy because he's twenty five percent owned here, twenty four percent owned because it gets so spaced out overall. Even though we know where the congestion is, the the total overall ownership always gets spaced out regardless. So the the choice is really how are you building your lineups. There are 15 spots remaining in the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. The link is down in the description. You can go get them. Gone. I'm going to check back in two minutes. If it's not full, I'm ending the show. It's so gone. There we go. I'm not going to get to your question. They're going to be gone. They better be gone. Let's see. Just after I said that, although it's on delay, so people wouldn't have heard that as of yet. They'll probably hear it. So we'll get two more questions now. and then check it. Yeah, then we'll check it again. Kitayama or Denny McCarthy? Kitayama. Kitayama. Yep. I am as the first round leader in the showdown line. Den- Denny pops in all the stats like, oh. Of course he does. Like, no, it's funny because, no, I was going to say even further. Like, they're like, oh, I just did the, the the run on the best putters for this tournament. And Denny McCarthy's up there. People are like, oh, I should go play him. No shit. He's the one of the best putters <laughs> in the world. Of course, he's on the fucking list. Like, it's Denny McCarthy. Don't forget to smash the like button. Jesse is correct. You should do that. Sub to Mayo Media Network in the newsletter while you're here. How many people would you recommend for rostering a 20 max entry? We did a whole show on this, oh, and the answer is we don't know. That depends <laughs> on you. The fewer the better is the rule of thumb. You, I think so, because you, Me too. you lose so often anyway that the whole point is when you hit, you need to have outs to actually get to the top. And when you're capped at a number like 20, you have to be able to get up there. So you don't want 20 random lineups off the board. What are we at? Uh, no, we got one more question to go here. We got, hey, Pat and Tambo, am I saying the quiet part loud about live? A major concern for golf bettors is if enough win equity leaves and super elites stay, it will result in the 25 to 60 range in cratering it. I like this question, actually. I know it's bad, but, you know, did you, did you think about this? This has been a conversation brought up with it. You're going to lose all your value because your 120 to one guy is now going to become 60 or 70. No, because I, I think the part that people are missing about this is that you just took the fucking 30 best corn fairy guys right now and just injected them to the field. Yeah, better players are going to leave. You're going to find more studs. One to seven good players in that mix that are going to fill those spots. I don't think it's going to be a problem. And it can, it can open up more edge, the more tours, like all the, the sharpest guys that I know talk about that all the time. I think that's true. And then secondly, how hard is it to hit a fucking outright? It's impossible <laughs> at times. So why are you mad that you didn't hit 140 when you only hit 70? I think you would take a 71 anytime you could get it right now. So if that's really what you're worried about, I think you need to think about other things. I actually think it's going to open up value on the live tour. Mm-hmm. is that where too. the betting value is going to end up being. As long as you bet it early, because it goes away very quickly once they see the bets come in. Yeah, uh, starting Scheffler, Rom, getting contrarian and sacrificing. Am I sacrificing too much win equity with my remaining four spots? What does that leave you with if you do that? Scheffler and Rom. You have 69.75 for four guys. Then you have to use MJ Defue or Nick or whoever it is that you like down there. Horsefield. 
Johnny Manziel, Kurt Kitayama. So I, I said this on the Saturday show because I'm usually completely against this strategy and I wouldn't do it with very much of my lineups. If you want to dedicate 5% of your portfolio or something, I get it. But this a US Open is a spot where you can see a runaway. I, and and you can see random jabronis making the cut. And making Correct. That's what I mean. We've, so we've seen it. You, you, like uh, th- to our point. So you go. Obviously, Scheffler, Rom are pretty safe. You said earlier the two safest actually to likely get a top ten here. Yep. Right. So if that happens at the same time, our guy Johnny Mansell comes through. That puts you at almost seventy three hundred per spot. Now you're putting two or three of the same. Well, you're putting three of the same guys. A lot of people that are starting Rory X Fitz are landing in the similar area anyway, so you can do it. So you go Scheffler, Rom, Keegan, Homa, Hardy, Mansell. Really? Yeah, you even, you, I didn't even think you needed to go that far, but yeah. You don't need what, to, but that works. That works. I was just saying, yeah, you, you can do it, and, and that's my point. What you, Why I don't like it is because you not only need the runaway to happen, which it's possible, uh, Scheffler, JT, Rom, JT, Rom, Scheffler, whatever, you, that can happen here at a U.S. Open your Mansell guy needs to come through and make the cut for you. And then the other three need to be the guys that find their way up to the top. Good luck picking. You're needing, uh, reminds me, Pat, when we do our, our NFL shows with stacking and people are like, well, why are you stacking this or doing secondary stacks? It's like a parlay, right? You're, you're needing less things to happen when you've got four guys from a game stack in football. You've got a running back opposite of a tight end. Now you need two things to happen, those two game flows. And now you fill in a couple spots. It's the same thing when you're doing it this way. You need a lot of things to happen in order for that line of construction to make sense. Oh, someone said that Jason is getting banned for life. And by the time I got to Jason's messages, they've all been deleted. Oh, Paul deleted them. Yeah, Jason thought it was the Jason Graham experience. Well, uh, I'm he sorry. Was, he Who's was his plays, wrong. Paul? Who's his plays? I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, it's the Pat Mayo experience. Jason Graham can go fuck himself or start his own show. I don't really care what he does, but he's not going to be involved in this chat anymore. Do you know why? Because you're banned for life. It's like the N fucking W over here. Pal, give your head a shake and go fuck off, okay? But play in the listeners league. It's almost full. Oh, God. How many did we get to? Adam Scott or Patrick Reed? Oh, God. If I had to pick one? Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, I think so, too. Just uh, flop leg, right? Last time out, he had the new driver. It didn't work out as chalk, but maybe on this whole, maybe on this course. Uh, seven spots remain in the league. Thoughts on Kevin Na this week? Or are you two full fade on live players? I'm not full fade on live players. I'm just full fade on Kevin Na at the U.S. Open. <laughs> I'm debating uh, the guys at the bottom, like uh, Na. So I, I like all these guys, but List, Siwoo, Harmon, Na, just because it gets you in a different roster construction. Do you want my opinion on which I two you should play? I know who two you want, obviously. <laughs> I know you're two. What I was saying to someone today, though, is I, I'm not trying to put these plotters together. So like, and using by plotters, obviously I mean Harmon and Nah down there. I don't think there's massive upside or anything like Harmon's done okay in U.S. Opens. But if it is, it would be at 7K, my last guy in, and my other five would be sort of bombers or guys that put it out there and have the complete game. I wouldn't have a problem with them being the round out for a top 20 or top 30. I think they can do it. All right. Where are the questions at here? The, the, the chat jumped on me. I always hate when that happens. Stupid YouTubes. Is Denny going to make the cut for us? Yeah, probably not. At this Why do people point. love Denny so much here? I just, as he, soon as he got brought into scram- the pool. Because scrambling. That's why. They're like, man, you've got to be a good scrambler to play at the U.S. Open. You also have to hit the ball more than 170 yards. I guess. he, he do- I mean, it's not the... I don't know. When you look at the, the specialist not, stats, he's not bad. It's but. not for me. People it's, like guys that hit 20-foot putts. I wouldn't know anything about it because I play Keegan every week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is correct. Pick two. Homa, M, Lowry, Berger, Cam Young, Connors, Hatton. Like The that, best that, player. Like some of the best La- players in the mid Lowry and Lowry. Cam Young. 
Actually, Lowry and Berger. I, those are two guys I bet to win this tournament. Yeah, Lowry and Cam Young. You said it first for me. Those are the two I like. Uh, <laughs> pick, pick two, Pat, from the top. Scotty, JT, Rom, Roy. Like it's they're the best players in that range. Like what? Although they, all the messages are deleted, I did enjoy someone say, "Jason, stop answering people. They're not fucking asking you." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, do you who do you see as the most likely guy to come in higher owned than expected? I think it's Finau or Fleetwood. I think it's Burns because the general public doesn't believe it yet, but he actually could come in higher than Fitzpatrick. Okay. Is Neiman going to be the guy that people like but don't actually end up clicking on? I think that's going to be Cam Young, but I think Neiman fits that profile as well. Neiman, like we, we talked about this already, he gets squeezed a little, but he's yeah, still, like still going to be popular. 11, 15% or 14%. Like yeah, he gets something. It's, it's Neiman still. Who's your number one fade from the 10K? It's Cam Smith for me. Um, my lowest will be Morikawa. Any temptation to roster DJ at such low ownership? It seemed like you had interest. I don't. Yeah, I think in, in the certain style of build, he just allows you to get different. And I, I like the chalk more down below than I do necessarily up top. So like, with, I'm not as high on Rory, X, and Fitz, but DJ would be a guy that I could go to in there in between X and Fitz. So I'm okay with it. Can you think of a reason to use Brennan Grace at 6,900? I cannot. Crushed it at the Live Tour last week. That would be the reason. Am I using him? Absolutely not. And he blew it for us at uh, Chambers Bay. Thanks a lot, Brendan Grace. <laughs> that too. Get lucky. Didn't get lucky. What are your thoughts on Nick RDRR? Liked him a lot last I week. Like, I like him. I, I, listen, I just, as we were doing the show live, I played him as a top 40 bet. I, I, I used him a lot. I crushed with him in Showdown last week, and I had him on the main slate. And people are like, who's playing this guy? How did you know about him? He came back from injury, uh, played well at the Corn Ferry Tour event, which I, made me realize his health seemed to be okay. And then he qualified. And then he followed it up again, and he qualified and everything. So I, I get it. And he's 6,200, but... I don't know. It's like uh, I actually, I'm starting to think that he might be the play from the bottom, like more than Harry Hall, more than what the fuck that other guy's name was, <laughs> uh, MJ Defue, whoever it is. Like he's a real player, and his miscut streak was probably due to the injury that he had to take eight weeks off for. Definitely was that. He comes back, he comes second, he qualifies for the U.S. Open, comes T35 last week, and he's someone that we like ball striking wise. Yeah throughout the course of it. And like, he's had runs on the corn ferry tour, fourth, fifth, seventh, fifth. Like that was a good run what for about, him last but, year. But then you have Taylor Montgomery for 200 bucks more. Yeah, I like Taylor They Montgomery. can both go in the pool. I'm just saying that's the difference. I, I would play Hardy over Hall. I'm, I'm still against your guy. Why do you hate Hall so much? I, I just think it's dumb. Like he just won an event. I think again, he could be the guy that is one of those guys that fits the mold of costing more later on. But I don't know. Maybe it's because he looks like Bryson. That might be the reason. Maybe, yeah, he does somewhat look like Bryson. Or tries to. Well, look he wears like the hat. He wears the hat. He wears the hat. He was eighth at. The, he's played in two PGA Tour events. He missed in Corrales. He was eighth at Shriners. And you know when Sky gave me that list of the players who played the most difficult holes, the best this season. Yeah. He was actually number one. But he only had like, he only had like twenty five shots. So so on that list, it's it's uh, <laughs> Lowry is number one. Arno, Arno, Hall, and Montgomery are on his list, but all those guys don't have a lot of shots. But I trust with Montgomery, even though without the win there that Hall had, you look at his strength across the board, it's like a lot of events, man. And like you said, maybe that's Hardy too. The, the fact that Hardy played well last week on a sort of warm-up for this event. He actually got some reps in. Don't think this plays anywhere near as easy as last week, obviously, but similar style at least. So you I like that. Need to check in with the C. Woo! Whisperer. Do you have a strong thoughts or vibes for his chances? Yeah, of course I do. Think Great. You Probably going to win. I don't know about that, but I think you, you, you play him. Well, yeah. it's a guy with massive upside when he's on. It's You know that he can miss the cut and just shoot that plus 17 and be out real quick. And he's but, he's one of the few guys, I mean, he's not super long off the tee, but he's very accurate off the tee. Yeah. With that, he's a lot like Morikawa in that way, where he has a lot of fairway upside, decent distance upside, and unlike Morikawa, very good around the greens. Yeah, player's champion. 
Yeah, Wyndham champion. Yeah. MX champion. MX champion. I mean, is he Sung JM for cheaper? Nah or Neesmith? Neither. Nah, but neither is probably nah, better. Is nah, is what I'll say. Yeah, to both. <laughs> uh, any interest in Denny McCarthy? No, thank you. Um, we big, talked with Denny. Big win for me with the Herbert rookie card. Great work all week. Congratulations, Justin, on winning that. Oh, did you tell him it's actually a Lucas Herbert rookie card? I mean, I'd take it. <laughs> the, the putting Who, prowess? Who's the other jabroni named Herbert on the Euro Tour? Not uh, Lucas, the other Air one. Bear. What, what's it? There's one is like it's like well, the, E Bear. You know, it, well, Lucas Herbert, who I call Lucas E Bear, is from like New Zealand or yeah, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. E Bear. Ben, no, it's Ben. Ben E Bear from France is the other guy. <laughs> there you go. Thoughts on Goderip or Adnas, who I think we're talking about. Arn- Adri. Adri. Double A. Double A. Uh, a baby. Double A is who I. I mean, I, I don't think I can go back to the Goderip. Well, are you? Mm, I thought about it, but no, flop leg for sure, but. I, I would go Adri if I was playing anyone there. Pick one. Fitz, Burger, Im, or Homa? I like Burger. Im or Homa. Okay. More than Burger. I'm not as high on Burger as you. Like, I think he's a good play, but I don't I don't love him. Thoughts on Bucket Hat, Joel Damon. Not for me this week. No. Tambo going back to Willie Z this week? Always. Everyone thinks I hate the guy. I, hate, I think you're an idiot when you bet him at 20 to 1 and 30 to 1. Anybody that does, that's for everyone that does that because you're not even getting even on the guy when he wins. And you probably have a card with like eight guys this week where when he wins, you're getting 3 to 1. Congrats on the, the 3 to 1. But uh, for me, I think he's a great play at 9,300 just because not the history so much, just like we talked about, but the ability to just find his way into the mix. We don't want him at the birdie fest as much as we want him at a course that's tough like this. I'd rather play him here. Where is the best place to check in for a last minute withdrawal? Before the tournament starts. I mean, if you know the answer to that, please tell me. But it's like PGA Tour comms on Twitter. is, Or just be on Twitter. Be on Twitter. Be on Twitter 30 minutes before lock and see what's up. It's like yeah. 6.45 a.m. Eastern. Is, is it start at 7 a.m. Eastern? Is that official lock Six, time? 6.45, I think. 6.45? So yeah, 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. I'll be up. I'll be so there. if I see it, I'll, I'll put it out there. I put it out there, too. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, squeeze you and, and hoard the information for myself. If you live in the yeah. Pacific time zone, just stay up really late, I guess. Yeah. Set that alarm. Get some Adderall and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, good recommendation. Um, what was that? The U.S. Open app. Yeah. We have to download it to see, right? Yeah. But what, what, what expectations out of 10 about how good this is going to be? I'm going to say 1.4 Oh, I would have given higher. I was given like a 6. It was, it was the worst of the bunch last year. But then I just, maybe it's recency bias. PGA was so bad. I actually thought the PGA one was fine. I didn't like it. I, my expectations were so low for it. The fact that they had shot tracker in real time was like good enough for me. I just people were mad that people were mad at the app because they were like showing like the first eight and then like it was bad. It was it wasn't good. What it was was like out of sight, out of mind. That one that one was kind of funny to me. That complaint. It's like look, if your guys suck, they go to the bottom. Like, yeah, it's it's like banned for life. It's like you're, you're out of here, pal. Yeah, you, you get, didn't play good. Get, get them out of your get sight. Fu- get fucking launched. And they were like, well, I can't I can't see where the pins Do you are. Want to see? Like, I can't see where the pins are on the uh, whole like. That is secondary. Let's just make sure we can get the shots in real time and that they're accurate. Yeah. It accomplished that, which it didn't the year before because it was like 40 minutes behind. Yeah. Did you see the USGA, the or like, I guess it's the US Open, but the, the TV schedule? Oh, yeah. So, like, I know the live tour and all that shit, but, like, at least you could watch it straight through. I'm not <laughs> expecting that, but this is like you have to go four or five places on the same day. Is that going to be the same for us? No. I don't think so. I think TSN's just going to have the four feeds like they do for okay. every major. Just chuck them I didn't off. dig into it yet, but I was like, gosh, I can't imagine having to go through all of that stuff just for, to be able to watch what I want I think to you can stream it all from the USGA app, though. I Maybe. think so. Maybe. Besides Sungjae, who has the most top 10 equity in the 7K range? 
Probably Connors. 7K range, I can tell you. Connors is good. Mito. Um, Keegan. Keegan. Keegan is good. Varner, actually. I would say Siwoo because it's going to be top 10 or last. That's true. If you if you extrapolate the numbers and move them around a little bit, there you can you can find a way. Siwoo's not quite as high, but for down in that bottom range, he actually is one of the better ones. Him and Harmon. Yeah. Well, someone asked Harmon or Siwoo. Har- uh, Siwoo. I, Sorry, Siwoo. I think Harmon's quote I, I, unquote safer. safer. Or yeah, Harmon's safer. Like I mentioned earlier, if you want to round but, him out. But you can win with. I mean, you could win with Harmon potentially. He's come second at a U.S. Open. But I feel like you could win with Siwoo. I think it's still worth taking on some of the risk for the upside with Siwoo because he could be the guy that comes through. Where if you're 8K guy that has better made cut equity and better top 20 equity than Harmon falls apart a little bit, you still might have Siwoo bringing up the rear at a lower ownership. Favorite one and none of these four guys: Rom, Rory, Xander, or Cam Smith. I think you like Xander. I have Xander only because you don't want to use the top seven and I don't want to bet him and I don't want to 28 to one doesn't get it done for me on Xander. I don't care either about that. And that's only if you have access to that special boost. It's like 16 to one in other places. They're still giving me it, which tells me I don't think it's a good bet. So like they've been hanging it on me for two days now. I'm like, I don't want this bet. Since six of six will be harder this week. Would it be wise to throw stone men Seifert and get five high upside guys? No, no. And we gave you guys that, like, that are forget Mansell, the, the joke a little bit, but we're, I'm playing him, so it's not a joke to me. I'm just saying, if you don't believe in that, like Hardy, Montgomery, Hall, Min Woo, like, you can find guys down that at least I'd feel better taking a shot on than Chase Seifert, but, it, you know, who knows with Chase Seifert. It could, could just pop up. Which of your long shots do you think can make it into the top 10? Well, I'm playing them, so any of them. I like Liss still. I bet him for a top eight each way because I think that's yeah, what Liss, I think he can legitimately get me. Liss, Siwoo, and Woodland would be my picks of guys that could just, like, if they play well, they will be inside the top ten. But their their miscut equity is massive. I, I've got List, Siwoo, Henley, and Varner. Okay. With the inevitable bad slash changing weather in Baston, any thoughts on who you would trust along with Lowry? I think Lowry and Im are the two safest plays on the board. Yep. Even though Im, very undercursed, which does worry me. It's going to break the streak. I can't wait. But there it is. Oh, no. Poor, poor Sungjae. He's ender-cursed. Oh, God. Don't do that to me. Don't show that graphic. Of the non-Scheffler-Rom-Rory guys. Right. Like $9,000 and below, those would be my two. I like Burger a lot, too. Is Denny going to make the cut for us? People need to go fuck themselves. <laughs> they love Denny. Denny you man. ask me about Denny again, you're banned for life. <laughs> Some poor soul that already asked the question. Too, too bad. You should have anticipated this coming. You should have known this was coming when you saw the chat, yes. Can you do a quick breakdown on Siwoo and what's your thoughts on him? I don't need to do that. People know. Why do people ask me about Siwoo? What do they think I'm going to say about Siwoo? I have no, they should know by now. If they're watching this, they should know. It's been but seven years. We just talked same. about it like three different ways. Yeah. Like he's actually played good at the Memorial. He's a, a boomer bust guy. He's at 7K, which is not a popular finish point for roster construction. Like there's a lot of things to say about it. But yes, he could miss the cut. So could Sung J.M. So could Max Homa. You can keep going up the board. So could Will Zalatoris. So could, neither, yeah, so so could, could Scheffler and yes, Rory. Like, you know this. And you're getting him discounted. So that's where you're taking the risk on. Simple. Cantlay versus Zalatoris ownership. I think it's a lot closer than people think. Because you said Zalatoris potential to get squeezed. Cantlay, a prime candidate of a, no one's playing Cantlay. I'll play Cantlay. And all of a sudden they're the same. Yeah. They're both 12. Yeah. I could see it. And yeah. I'd rather play. Don't, Z- don't really care. Either I'd rather that, play yeah. Zalatoris than play Cantlay. Yeah. I, I can go with that. Who wasn't chalk on Sunday that is chalk now? I think it's very clearly Finau. Gained the most. Because he was going to be owned, but now he's going to be super highly owned. Yeah, you could argue that. Rose probably and, went from, and, like, nothing and to, Rory. to something. Rory definitely got the steam because of it, like, even more than he already was. So, 
Like Rory's already a guy people like, and he's safe, and he's good, and he's ten five, and he just won, and then he wins. And it's people, like, and this this is the part that I don't think that can be overstated when you're trying to project out ownership, especially for major championships in the fifteen dollar or the five dollar in a very public event with a lot of people. People like Rory. People like Finau. People like Fleetwood for reasons. Like this, these guys are always more owned than you think. Yeah. Don't forget to play a couple, by the way, JT Rory lineups. We talked earlier about using two 10K guys. They actually had a conversation on the green in Canada after and said, let's do this again next week. So maybe they will. There you go. There, there's your narrative. There's your narrative. Siwoo versus Harmon. More questions about that. Oh, another Denny McCarthy question. And it's, it's not, it's, it's a rank them with Denny in it. So okay, I think that's, okay, that's okay. safe. Guido, Ari All, or Denny McCarthy? It's, it's Ari I would actually play Denny out of that group. I would play Ari All. Yeah. Speaking of Denny, that, that is where I would play Denny. You want to make a DraftKings scoring bet? Harry Hall versus Denny McCarthy? Sure. 100 bucks? 100 bucks. All right. Live. Lock that in. Free that pa- I'm going to go spend it right after this. This is going to be great. Oh, God. Uh, you doing a make or miss the cut parlay? I'm not. I mean, I'm going to play the three picks that Tim has and pick them all to miss the cut. I've already done that. It pays 18 to 1. That's just more for fun. But no, I think if you're going to make one this week, the smartest way you could do anything this week in terms of make, miss, parlay is do a round robin of like the top 10 favorite guys like Scheffler, Rory, all those guys and round robin them to miss the cut. Cause like five yeah. of them are going to miss. I was going to say you'd have to round robin at something like five or six out of 10 or something yeah. like that, but which costs more, but I'm just saying at least look, there can be carnage. It's us open. It's usually hit or miss. I posted today in the thread that like three, three years ago, it was like the, the main lineup that won the million had like four super chalk guys last year. It was like one guy. So, you know, it just depends on the year, but this looks like a year there could be more carnage than expected. So let's see if you just play the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven top guys. So that's Rory down to Fitzpatrick in terms of the odds. Uh, Rory is plus 400 to miss the cut. Fitzpatrick is plus 240 to miss the cut. Everyone else is in between. Uh, to play that as a straight parlay is that 1 million. If I make a $1 wager, it pays $16,000. So put two bucks on it. So I should put two bucks on it. But yeah. when, when you start round robbing that, I play like the three-way round robin. Yeah. So you'd have to pay 35 times your money. So a $2 bet would uh, be 70 bucks. You already and, won 100 off me just a second I already ago. won 100 off you because so I got money to spend. Yeah, there you go. So I, I would probably do the three-team parlay all combined together with that if you wanted to do it. Like, But that would be the way problem that problem is what people forget is like these guys don't necessarily miss the cut. What they can really do is, is make the cut and then play poorly. screw you on DraftKings while making the cut. So you got that's my whole point. You got your 6-6, six six, but then the guy that's heavily owned just falls back and the pivot ends up crushing him or something along those lines. Who are the best lag putters out of the guys who gain the most strokes on approach? I don't, that, that doesn't matter because these are the smallest screens that they're going to see all year. Not lagging up too much here. No. The answer to that question is Corey Connors, though. <laughs> Good leg putter, horrible short putter. What about Hughes, the other Canadian? Well, he just makes it. He's not even a leg. Yeah, he doesn't he need to lag it. it up, exactly. So yeah. It's like Spieth. Uh, with three good rounds at the PGA, is Ryan Fox a decent play here? What is his ownership going to be? Because Ryan Fox this, Ryan Fox Five. that. When yeah. I say Ryan Fox, no one wants to fucking play him, and he's good. Why don't we say Ryan Fox? That's how Ryan, he started off. I mean, if his name was Ryan Fox, then he would be the best. We thought that at the PGA Championship. <laughs> we used it there, and then he did out of the gate, but then he did not. Uh, he did not finish. So Taylor Gooch spelled incorrectly, or Keegan Bradley for DFS. I'm going Keegan. I'm going Gooch. Okay. Yeah. Who from the 11 to 10K range do you think is the highest miscut equity? I think it's Cameron Smith. Hmm. Smith or Kawa? Okay. Who do you, who do you each... Who do each of you think misses the cut out of the top 15% owned players? Misses Finau? the cut. Yeah. 
God, man. It's like... I mean, it's probably Sungjae because he's Andrew Yeah. Sadly, it's probably... I just don't think it's Sungjae. I definitely don't think it's Sungjae. I think it's going to be Finau or Burns, maybe. Right? Now that Burns is getting punched up there into that range, I think it could be him. I worry about Burns, but I'm playing him. Like, I just think he's too good at that price. Yeah, well, basically the same argument that you made for Si Woo. Just Burns is the better version of that. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is Bryson the biggest risk reward in the 7.9K range? Like, was there two guys there? <laughs> it's, it's him and Connors. It's him or Connors? I, I'd say even no. <laughs> I think Connors is a much better play with higher risk. Like, yeah, probably is the same risk, but higher reward. I ha- Yeah, you can put Connors at like 20% ownership, and you can put Bryson at 1%, and I still would play Connors. <laughs> so that tells you what I'm, t- I'm doing there. So Homa and Fitz or Lowry and Keegan? I like Lowry and Keegan. Lowry and Keegan. Hideki or Cantley, the better pivot? I think Hideki is. I have it as on my sheet here. I got, uh, hmm, it's actually pretty close. I got Hideki. How much of big edge should we be considering going on higher golfers with better recent form than long-term form? That's like kind of a question. What? Yeah, pass. Yeah. Hey, guys, love the show. I love you, Vinny Hurst. You're the best. Smash the like. Playing, I guess, the listeners league is full now. Yes. Who are some good high f- ball flight players to choose from this week? I mean, I don't think that's really going to make a difference because if you're in the rough, you're not going to get a high ball flight out of it. Apex height, baby. Yeah, just go search Apex height. You can find it. Yeah, PGA stats, Apex. There you and, go. And if it's windy, you don't want a high ball flight. Yeah, you want guys that can kind of keep it a little bit. You want that sawed-off uh, Rory Wedge shot that he was using. Oh, gosh. If, if, it, if it works again. You want the Neiman, the Neiman strike off yeah. the tee if you got that wind up. I can tell you that. I like Neiman at 8,900. Uh, dumb question. I'm new to this. Where do you see the final ownership that comes out on DraftKings? You can find it on DraftKings or just follow at SkyHookDFS on Twitter. He tweets it out right away. Instantly. And, With yeah. analysis and stuff, too. Like yeah, like, boom. It down, He's so. ready for it. Core for three max? Lowry, Berger, Sungjae. Oh, God. I don't even know him because I think he's the best chalk play. And then Burns, Lowry, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't have a core like that. Like, yeah. You know, I'll have one at Run Pure Sports when I do something later. But usually I'm playing a lot of lineups like this week, and I'm going to play what my pool is, like my exposures. Worth noting, RunPureSports.com, uh, the premium show with you and Big T, I assume, is on it tonight. Yeah. Uh, if you're a sub at Run Pure Sports. You can go check that out. What's the discount code? DGEN50, D-E-G-E-N-5-0. Get yourself 50% off the first month. And then that's behind the paywall, but you want some free stuff? Tambo will be back on Thursday evening on Mayo Media Network with Run Pure Sports crew doing round two showdown. And Tambo won't be there, but the rest of the Run Pure Sports crew will be back on Friday evening doing round three showdown weekend picks going into it i'll be live with feinberg and tim and maybe some of you doing both a dual twitter spaces and youtube feed for the cut sweat live show on friday evening and i'm gonna go watch my friend uh make his professional wrestling debut afterwards oh, which is gonna be a lot of fun nice Ra- round two by the way that free show went pretty good at the pga championship you won 100k yes nice went well for you Actually, we won 125k. Yeah, anyone else that played it, though. A lot of, a lot of big winners that day, actually. The Discord was packed with them. They can't all win first place if I win first and second. But the <laughs> point is, the strategy was laid out, and the opportunity was there. Patrick Reed to miss the cut. That's not a question. So you're banned for life. Sorry. No question. Mark. What are your thoughts on, uh, this is a statement, yeah. on Young Guns this week? Young, Davis, Riley, Will Z. I'm using all three of those guys. I like, uh, I like I like them all, but uh, probably Riley is the one I like the least. Actually, even though he's the best price, uh, I'm interested in paying. I'm interested in overpaying for Cam Young, and I'm. Or we've talked enough about Will Zalatoris. Definitely like him. What is your line on the Rory Rory double? In fact, I don't even know. I can go look that up right now. Hundred? No, it's more than that. 
Was it 10 and 10? It was 10 and 14. Okay. No, it was 11 and 14. There you go. Uh, thoughts on Nakajima or Hashino? Go ahead. No, not Nakajima is a, a very good amateur. Keep Naga, Naga, not going to make my lineups. Not going to make my lineups. I like that call. Yeah, definitely not in. Did you like or dislike the show Doug from Nickelodeon? Okay, this is not the time for these questions. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, Banned for life. 2v2, Wise and Reed or Finau and Molinari? Oh, God. Wise and Reed. Probably Wise and Reed. I'm not in on this Molinari thing, I don't think, so we'll, we'll have to see. But at 6,900, it doesn't really do it for me. Is Harris English still hurt? Any strong opinions on him either way? I don't know. He hasn't played well since he's been back, though. It does, doesn't look like he's hurt from what I've seen. So my buddy was at uh, Sea Island, was watching him live, sending me video. Like, check this guy out. It looks It's good to see him hitting full swings again, but this was like a, a week and a half ago, so I'm sure he's healthier now, and he was looking good there. But uh, nothing that I see that would make me play him here, so I'm not interested. Oh, good for me. I bet Harry Hall to win it 1,000 to 1, apparently, on this site. <laughs> nice. Didn't even remember doing it. How much could you win? Uh, 5,000 bucks. There you go. Five, to put a fiver on it. 5,000 bucks you don't have, so that's good. Let's see. The odds on the Rory Rory double are 149 to 1. There you go. That makes sense with the numbers you gave, so yeah. we're good. So I hope I win. <laughs> yeah. That actually is a live bet. The Harry Hall one is 5 bucks in the garbage. That's no. Okay. That's How? more than a pinata pick. That is more than a pinata pick. That's true. It just took uh, outrageous. I'm glad I got my Rory money last week. Put it that way. If I lose this one, no big deal. You I, had them separate, right, too? Yeah, okay. I, I bet him to win last week. I'm, I mean. I'm not betting him to win this week, though, because technically I have him. You to have him already. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, is answer the play this week due to ownership combined with his high floor? The problem is I don't think he has a high floor right now. It's just where he's at, too. The good news is you will get the ownership discount, but I just don't see... And you could say he's the perfect pivot off of Sungjae, but you know, at 22, I've got Sungjae at high ownership. I've got answer at almost no ownership and they're basically the same play. So it's up to you how you think about that. I think Sungjae has the way higher floor. I probably wouldn't take the guy who's lost on approach in four straight starts. Yeah. That's me. How much is Pat playing out Tim's picks? The curse is swaying you either way. No. I, I mean, I already have the bets in. What am I going to do? <laughs> Can't cash them out. Yeah, bet, cancel the anything to do with more. I think Morikawa he might get right on, but I don't think he's going to be right on him. I mean, you played the miss the cut parlay at like seventeen to one, eighteen to one. Yeah, I just played it right now. It was oh, like seventeen it's down. Something. We're getting steam. Tim's moving markets. Tim's moving markets. <laughs> yeah. Pick two. List Siwoo, Hadwin, Molinari, Norin. Listen, Siwoo. Yep, same for me. Uh, how uh, instead of baby swag, it's birthday swag for Tim. Fleetwood Fox or Rose and Riley? Fleetwood you play Fox. Riley and Riley and Fleetwood, so, Fleetwood Fox. Or I'm me. only playing Riley of those four guys. So. Yeah, you can play Riley and Siwoo. Oh, there's a guy that you banned here, Paul, that had like 35 consecutive messages. Yeah, he was, was he very, porn? very clearly a bot. Was it, it, was was it a porn bot? It was the exact same question. Was it a porn bot? I don't really... You could look at the view message. I don't oh, even yeah, know what I it was could. about, but it was clearly spam. Yeah, well, that guy can go fuck himself. Maybe he already did. I don't know. It's, like a, girl, it's a guy. A robot, it's a robot. Or, it could how be do you a know? Girl, it could be... Don't say it, Paul. Anything. <laughs> Thoughts on Leishman? No one seems to be talking about him. I like him at harder events. Just yeah. every time I use him, he's so bad. Probably a reason why no one's talking about him, right? It's again. The he was fine at the PGA Championship. I used him at the PGA Championship. He was fine. Gosh, what do I? I don't have anything on Leishman. Like I don't. He doesn't fit my numbers. He doesn't show up. Like do you, do you have any? Like do you have anything that you could pop? Because I told you earlier, that's what worries me is like the seventy two hundred dollar range. Like Scott, he hasn't Reed, finished better Leishman. than thirtieth since Riviera. Yeah. 
He's, he's been losing around the greens. He's been losing on approach. He sucks off the tee. You have to hope that he continues his hot putting run. I don't want to do that. I just haven't seen anything. It was like, but it was back earlier in the season. His good finishes were Genesis and Farmers. Tougher courses, stronger fields. We'll see. Pat, what about young gun Kevin Streelman? Streelman in the field? I don't even think he's in it. Ah, it's too no, bad because he, no. he's a the, he's not he, even in the field. He's the lock member of the young gun team. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of mixed information on the difficulty this weekend. Homa and Kiz think they can win, but Rory described it as Beth Page with Pebble Greens. What can we expect? Well, you just talked about three guys who played the fucking course and they gave you something different. What do you think that we think about it? Why would it matter what we think about? I would, I would trust Rory's analysis more so. The guy high level that just won, that's, you know, everyone's going to say they think they can win. One guy just did. So, <laughs> and Homa's great too. Don't get me wrong. I love Homa, but I'm just saying I, I would trust what Rory's saying on that. Thoughts on Justin Rose boosted to 100 to 1. I, I honestly think he is the biggest trap of this week. I'm ready for it to be like stupid. And I, the first round of the Canadian Open, how many like 50 foot putts did he make? And then he's chipping in for eagle four times yeah, in one round. Like, give me a break. I can't stand him. So, yeah, I, I've got no interest in that. I don't think he's winning. So, I made a lineup with four 7K guys. Do you think that's viable or two watered down? I think it's fine. That's plenty fine. Yeah. Is Riley going to be most popular last man in this week? I don't think so. No. Someone in the set, like even him, you can get him in as your last guy. But Keegan. I think, you know, Keegan. Rose. Rose, we just talked about at the bottom. Verner is and the then, same price. I think Verner is going to be higher on than Riley. Yeah, maybe. And then also the the guys down low are not the highest in because of ownership will dictate this. But I'm saying you'll still have guys in the 6K range get put in like Fox, McCarthy, etc. So, you know, a lot, lot of those builds end in one 6K guy. When is the next live tournament? I believe it's next week in Portland, isn't it? I think it's June 30th. Oh, it's, a June th- it's up against the Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, June 30th. Whenever that Next is. week's Travelers. Then Rocket Mortgage. I think so. So it's the one. Yeah, it's two weeks from now. I sneaky like the Travelers Championship. Yeah. One of my favorite events. It's got a good year. field. I saw the other day. I think it's Rory, Scheffler, JT. We'll see what happens. But I think these guys know what they're playing in. So I, I You know the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan got on the line with, I mean, Scheffler just all of a sudden shows up to Canada to play out of nowhere. Wasn't it JT? JT showed up too. Yeah. Oh, Paul has his hand raised. This is going to be interesting. This is off, off the... I was thinking about this last night, but how is Keith Mitchell not in the field when there's so many other, like, he jab- just, he jabronis just, in this His field? finish at... And, like, he won, he won Honda, like, a couple his Four Q. years ago? Yeah, it's a while yeah, ago now. Like, when, when, when Ricky was good. Ricky was an onlooker with Brooks that year yeah. waiting for a playoff when he banged home the 16-footer or whatever to win it. So well, I was just surprised, like... I think Mitchell came close in his queue. Keith Mitchell qualified for the Open Championship based on his top seven last week in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, were, you weren't getting in last week. Everybody no, no, but that's how, we, but that's, that's how we get into the That's how he's going to yeah, be in the yeah, British sure. Open. Golf is so confusing sometimes. I agree. He's actually having a really good year. T12, T10, T9, T7, T18. He's missed one cut. I think I think he, he came close in his Monday queue, too, to he try was, and get in. But you have to remember, like, a lot of the qualifications for the majors happened the year before. And he was kind of bad last year. He had like two or three good finishes, but a lot of miscuts. Remember, yeah, it was almost like a resurgence at the start of this year when you're like, oh, maybe Keith Mitchell's back. We were getting him on DraftKings at cheaper prices and stuff like that too. So I, I think that's more interesting to look at for next time, but uh, nothing for this week. This course feels very cerebral. Who are a few golfers that come to top of mind of golf IQ? God, what are these questions? Like, 
No. <laughs> Morikawa is up to 30 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. What's the auto bet number? I mean, I still I see him at 30. I'm staring at a 33 right now. Are you? I think 40 is the number. How Four- do you still have that? I lost that one too. They just keep wanting to get me on <laughs> X at 28. I know. There's a really cool place you can bet. Oh, the cool spot. I know. Yeah. That. Yep. That uh, I, th- I believe they were hanging at 33 this morning. I'm not literally okay. staring I at it. I texted you right 33 last week. Yeah. Or the start of this week, I should say. And I was like, here it is. I thought it would get higher, to and tell you the doesn't. truth. I'm, I'm surprised it is not. If uh, it got to 40 right now, I would bet it and be happy. Yeah, four, four, I think 40 is just the blind auto bet number. But then, like, that's my whole point to my saying earlier. If you bet, you know, you won your 140 or your 70, what, what are you going to be mad about? Just bet him at 30. Yeah, but I just... I, I know it feels better. I get it. I'm just saying. I, I just... Yeah, 33 at that place yeah, right now. stupid. Cameron Young, 50. Berger, 60. See, it's like also with Cam Young. I want a 60. I don't want a 50. I know. Me too. But <laughs> I think that's... Because I missed out on the good Max Homer Bur- number. What's Burns? Burns is... Oh, boy. 28. Where is he? Yeah, 30. Same as Lowry and Spieth. Oh, Spieth 30 is a pretty good number. Yeah, Spieth's not bad if you want him. X 25, but we, there's 28 at the other spot. It's the best Scheffler number, too. That's 17 to 25 one. Burns is up to now? Jeez. His ownership is going to be through the roof. It's 83. If he's bucks. jumped 40 points in the betting market in the past three I days. I think you can still get away with it. I'm just saying you can't have all those dudes. You can't play Rory, Fitz. You can't play Fitz, Burns, M together. Are the winners selected for the DK contest on this show? I think we did that at the very beginning. Yeah, didn't no, that's when I yeah, I gave away the gave away the prize at the beginning. I mean, if you're talking about the Twitter giveaway, if you didn't see a ticket show up in your account, spoiler, you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your big bullet guy for under to twenty to one? It's Scotty Scheffler for me. He is my favorite of the top guys by yeah, far. I, I still like JT, but I can't get a number on that either. Lowry and Finau or Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick. I like Lowry and Finau, actually. Still. Lowry and Finau, yep. Uh, Thorn Bjornsson, Cinderella story. Not a question, man for life. Hey, Pat and Tambo, wondering your thoughts on Mackenzie Hughes and Jim Furyk as possible oh 6K God. options. We're getting close. That's got to be. Not the model of players that I'm looking at. Definitely not Jim Furyk. Is Wyndham Clark too awful with his approach play to consider this week? I mean, he just had a good week, but no, yeah. not for me. Not, not for He's me. He's too either. expensive. Yeah, first round leader, if you want to try that, or yeah. showdown. Yeah. Paul? Hedge it. I don't know if it's legit or not. I'm trying to find like somebody with like a, a blue check mark. Yeah, but apparently Jordan Spieth didn't feel well leaving the range today and doesn't know if he's gonna play. What? Jeez. Well, like I, who is this? Yeah, that that that, that account has was it five, was it was it Feinberg? That account has five followers, so I wouldn't really trust that. Are you throwing out fake news to fuck with people? Uh, people in the chat are at the bottom of the chat are throwing out this fake news. So then I went on Twitter to try. Developing story at Brooklyn. Jordan Spieth has left the course with what appears to be a sickness. We'll keep you updated. And that's from something called Spieth Central. Oh, there's one called, oh, the guy who tweeted it out says, Breaking, Jordan Spieth unsure. There's nothing attached to it. No information. And they have five followers. And it's called Jacked Up Golf. Yeah, that was, that, that was the first one. <laughs> it's going to be, you know what it's going to be? Jordan Spieth flu game. Also, he's his, gonna come out and get the job done. The, the, their ones to watch this week are Scheffler, Rom, and Rory. <laughs> Good picks. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. I keep an eye on it. Don't want to, or com- don't. Who or, yeah, or don't. But I wouldn't completely discard it if this is like a real thing. Yeah, but... set your alarms, like we said. What yeah. time does Spieth go off tomorrow? He's early. I think he was. I was yeah, he's AM. Pretty sure he's an AM guy, so you should know. Or you won't. Or you won't. <laughs> exactly. Favorite first down, first round showdown play. Thanks, Pat and Tambo. I accept Straka. Oh, God. I, I, who, I mean, I didn't even look at it yet. I'm trying to get through these shows first and then build for that. But AM guys, like I said, I'd, I'd go there and showdown. 2v2, Reed and Adri or Liston Siwoo? 
Listen, listen, Sibu. There we go. Should we do a Bay Hill leaderboard stack and just be on our way? I did, actually. Did you? Yeah. Well, we talked about it so Sanjay much on the show Sheffler, that day. Hovland, Hatton. It's crazy. Billy Ho's in there. And Rory. From recent. There, I had a bunch of API guys in. Trust me, I made some. Thoughts on Adam Scott? Pass. Not in. Thoughts on Norin? Not in. Not in? If he's, uh, I'm, I, I don't, but I'm saying if you want to put him in instead of Harmon or instead Siwoo of or guy that becomes yeah. your grinder or whatever yeah. down there, go ahead. But I, I like the list. Siwoo, Harmon plays more. Uh, does Decky come in with low ownership with yep. all the Xander, Willie Z, Lowry love? Any interest in Hashino, who fared well at the last U.S. Open? I think Decky does come in low-ish for him. And I think actually uh, Willie Z comes in low. Yeah, Decky's for sure going to be lower. Cantley, like you said, Willie Z might come in at the same, but they're both lower than what's around them, so I'm okay. Now Jordan, maybe maybe the Jordan Spieth situation is something that develops, and we see him. You know, where would that? Or like, think about that. That goes to Willie Z for sure, and Cantley. Any love for Munoz, 150 to one? He's on that short list of guys I might play with the placements. Mito? No, uh, Munoz. Munoz. I yeah. like I like Munoz. I, I like Munoz, and I like his price, 7400, because it's not just a better price than the guys at 75 and above, but it's also a roster construction area where people just aren't going to as much. Who are the Euro and Asian Tour Montgomerys? It's that guy, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Richard Mansell. And uh, who else did we talk about? There was one more. MJ Defu? No. You He's Corn Ferry. He's Corn Ferry. It was another guy. Audrey? Audrey's there. Ryan Fox. I'm not playing Ryan. I know. I'm just saying that was the guys, though. If you're looking at the Euro, they're talking about who's the Euro guys. That, that would be the ones. Scotty Zalatoris or Cam Smith for one and done? Let's go with Scott. I'm using Scotty. So. Scotty, big dog. Use him up. Yeah, I, I believe most people probably used him at this point anyway. I think so. But they probably paid off a lot more with it, so you've got to try and catch them. This is the spot to do it. Tambo, thanks for the Millie ticket. Awesome. Says Fritz. Fritz Hannerin. Oh, Fritz. Shout out from Fritz. Germany, yeah. probably. Or not. Or, <laughs> or just not. German name. Do you think it's viable in a large GPP to play two of the chalk plays, like Xander and Im, if you get different elsewhere, like a low 10K guy with a 6K guy? Yes. Very viable. And that's what I'm talking about, where I th- like some of this chalk is going to get there, I think. I don't think we everything busts completely because the pricing came out. It wasn't that it came out early. It just came out poorly, like we've talked about a couple times. So you can get away with some of it. Just don't play all of it, and that's different. You having a cut sweat show? Check the newsletter. It's in there. You can find out then. Uh, are there any random little-known injuries we should know about other than Billy Ho's finger? Decky's neck feeling okay? What are we, fucking doctors? Well, they, we've been the Decky whisperers lately. But sure, because someone told us. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on tracking a Decky to say anything different. So I, you just you have to go with the flow and just trust it. If you're playing them, play them. If not, don't. Don't need to go crazy either. The ownership's not there, so you don't need to get nuts. Thoughts on Jim Furyk? Literally zero. Don't hate on Fran Quinn. All right, these questions are starting to make me mad. I don't like them anymore. Friend Quinn. Do you want me to answer some of the questions? Yeah, you start. Let's let's throw it to Paul. What do you think uh, of Fran? Well, Pat- I'm brain dead for wanting to play Sync. Maybe. I think I might need to have a Sig. Sig live on the show. Stuart Sig. <laughs> Stuart Sig. Yeah, get it in you. Paul Barjan's not here, so. <laughs> Long dong, Paul Barjan. Wise Rose Straka or Munoz. Straka, then Munoz, then Wise. I actually like three of those. M- Munoz guys. and Wise for me out of that group. Uh, who do you guys like for first-round leader? My gut is saying Fino. Besides the guys that I bet enlisted as first-round leader, no one. I'll probably take a shot on Rory. Uh-oh. Are you interested in playing Denny McCarthy? Banned for life. <laughs> Done. Uh, well, everyone loves McCarthy for some reason. He's going to come out and crush now, I guess. I don't know. 
The whole chat just wants answers on whether Spieth is playing tomorrow now. Yeah, well, we don't have the fucking answer. <laughs> we don't even know. It came from someone with five followers. Like, we have no idea if there that's real There is one account called the Spieth Legion. Kenny Kim, your uh, co-host. Yep. on fan, uh, I would trust it, man. Kenny's Dolphin. on all hours. He quote tweeted it and said, great. And apparently this guy is there in Boston. How do we know? How do we know that? He claims to. His name is Spieth Legion, and he only tweets about Jordan Spieth. He could be. Yeah, he's one of the tracker accounts. The tracker accounts will come at you, man. They, and they, they he, don't want he said that it's that he's sick and not sure if he's going to play. All right. Just pay attention to Twitter, and you'll figure it out. We have so much time. It's uh, yeah. what, 140 Eastern time. There's a lot of time left to go. Winning score this week. I'm struggling. What do you think? Minus I, four. I was going to say minus five, but it's one guy. And yeah. I know that one guy wins, so that's the point. I'm saying like, I think there's like a two-stroke or three-stroke gap. I don't think we see the, the playoff that we talked about on Saturday. I just don't. Oh, my God. Sean Jacklin's dad won a major. Does that entice either of you to play him? Sean Jacklin? Jacqueline? Don't know, man. <laughs> Ask Paul. Paul? Would that entice you, Paul, to play him? Well, my dad was a judge, and I've broken the law a whole bunch of times. So some of these things don't really <laughs> correlate. Don't Perfect. really correlate. Perfect answer, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think about power as a pivot off Sungjae? I like it. We're playing together. We're playing together. Yeah. Thoughts like, on like Seifert? Her. Pass. Yep, same as you. Riley or Webb? Riley. Uh, Riley for right, We're me. back into the good questions now. Yeah, I like that one. Riley. Harman, Nah, or Siwoo? Siwoo. Siwoo, Harman, Nah, rank them. Power or Gooch? Power. Ooh, I'm on Gooch. How much of an effect has Liv had on Nah? I don't fucking know. Do you? Do you know how much of an effect it's had on him? His, he got richer. Yeah. That's the effect I know of. Rank Hideki, Fitz, Lowry, Burns. Lowry, Hideki, Fitz, and Burns for me. I like Fitz more than Burns. Lowry, Burns, Hideki, Fitz. Straka or Scott? Straka. Gosh, bad Straka, though. Can you play four of the chalky AK guys in a lineup that starts with Lowry? We have talked about that we earlier. We talked about that. You can. Uh, I think that you can. Spieth, Na, Louie, or Berger, Fitz, Straka? Ten-player tourney, winner take all. Second one. Spieth, Na, Louie, Berger, Fitz, Straka? Berger, Fitz, Straka. Oh, I'm, way, I'm on the first one. Way higher. No, Spieth, no, Na, Spieth and Louie? Berger, Fitz? Oh, gosh. Two of the same guys. Those are bear offs, dudes. The, the guys that never get the job done. Just the same guy. Yeah, but you're only playing at a ten person tournament. It's true. Just give give me that floor to Spieth win. Speed is sick too. Don't forget, so we can't. Yeah, play. he's dead. Yeah, he's he died on playing. the course today. He's not playing. But he, he's questionable for tomorrow. Yep. If he, he is out, who? Where does the ownership? All Xander. Go to? Xander. But it also and goes Zalatoris. to what we talked about earlier. Zalatoris and that can't lay. And DJ. No one's playing can't And DJ too. DJ will see just a bump. Inherently, because of it, because yeah. he's a hundred dollars less. Yeah, hundred dollars less for the people who Xander, spend all of Zalatoris, their money. Xander, Zalatoris, Cantlay, DJ. Yeah. That'd be the order. But I would say most of that goes to Xander. Yeah, people will find it. Would Xander become the highest owned guy if Spieth doesn't play? Probably. I he's, would. Think. He's probably already up there somewhere, eighteen-ish or something. Yeah, so he'd be we'll like have to wait and see. 29. But now he goes to like twenty-one or twenty-two, and then more. Is he a good play? I can't figure out if he's a good player or not. Xander never came worse than top seven. I know. Well, then how could that ever change? Exactly. <laughs> that, that probably tells you my answer sarcastically. Bryson, Bradley, or Zalatoris to win? Well, the answer is Zalatoris because his odds what? are way better Bryson than the other two guys. Bryson and Bradley versus Zalatoris yeah. to win? Holy. I mean, I bet Keegan to win, but that was at 80 to 1. <laughs> it shouldn't be close, man. Not the way Bryson's playing right now and not the way. Like, as I said yesterday about something about filling 
Phil and DJ's career right now versus Roy and Rom. Like, obviously, Roy and Rom are playing lights out better than them. How do their careers stack up differently? Absolutely. <laughs> Phil played years ago, picking up those wins, got like 45 of them. It has nothing to do with how they're playing right now, and this would be the same scenario. Uh, what will Roy's ownership be in the Millie Maker compared to the Mega Millie? Will the higher stakes players be lighter because he's chalky? No, he'll be even chalkier in the bigger yeah, stakes. Yeah, safety first. I, I think they'll go, I think he goes up to 35. I can see him pushing 40. In the Mega. Thing is, they'll, they'll, but don't forget, Rob and JT will be higher. Um, Scheffler will probably be similar. And what get- is Sungjae's ownership in that? Does he now become the highest price guy or the highest owned guy? Might because be. might, might be 40%. Wow. Favorite 27K for a large field GPP? What's the, what's the price? $7,000 range. Oh, all 7000 for a large field? Like if you're looking for just objectively the two best plays, Keegan and Sungjae. I think they want like a sleeper play because then power and Munoz M- Munoz probably a good one. Uh, and then those guys down at seven K like, uh, like list or Cebu Connors or Mito Connors Connors late to the video. Do you like Harold Verna this week? I don't. You do. I do. I believe Brooks is using a tailor made driver again in practice rounds. His driving had been off for most of the part of the season using the new Strixon driver. Does that change anything for you? No, I'm not using Brooks because I don't want to bet on Brooks. Pat Patrick Reed 2.0. Switched the driver out, had one good week, and then never loved him. So maybe it's this week. He is the answer to who am I most terrified, just making me look silly this week. The answer is Brooks. Is it? I don't know. They, uh, the, uh, the only thing not still sitting there is the 66 they tried to offer me, but they just hung it for so long that I feel like, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not too worried about it. Brooks Bur- just got married. Yeah, Bert. he's screwed. He hasn't been practicing. He's Him and Luda might add a few practice rounds to get in. I don't know, but uh, getting I'm that cardio up. Yeah, Burger getting the ice bath last night. Injury scare. I mean, I had an ice bath two days ago, and oh. just because I like to. Do I, you make one at your house, or you have one machine? No, or? there's a cryo place in town that I go to. Oh, okay, they also nice. have ice baths. It's just good for you. Maybe he is injured. I don't know. Money but, bags Mayo back at it again out, yeah. out at the the ice pit. Why well, already spent the hundred bucks that I used winning from you in this? I'm bet. assuming I mean, it costs more than that, but we'll. we'll find uh, it out doesn't out. cost much more than that. By okay, the way. really? Wow. And you feel so good after. Everyone says that, so yeah, I might have to check it out. It's really weird. Yeah, obviously. Really you weird. You're just like freezing yourself out. Yeah. But. Patrick Reed, a good fit? Yes. Yeah. I was disappointed in the U.S. Open shows. You guys mentioned Phil by name, and that was absolutely it. Nothing more. He may be 51, but he just won a major. Mm-hmm. Then you should play Phil. It sounds like you're pretty convinced. He won it at like, what, 500 to 1 or something? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, guaranteed to win this year. Sure, it'll happen Use again. Go, go nuts. I, I, I hope he, I actually hope Phil wins. I, no. I think that is the single best thing that could happen for golf. It would just be the meltdowns. From oh. these fucking sanctimonious people would just be, just inject that into my veins. It's career grand slam too, right? Yeah, career grand slam. Yeah. And all I hear is just like, oh, well, like the people that really hate that he plays, like he went to live. It's like, well, the Boston fans aren't going to let him hear the end of it. It's like, they love they're him. probably going to cheer him on. No, did you see there's practice yesterday? They're going nuts. He's t- they're, they're coaxing him into betting again. He's trying, <laughs> he's in the interview saying like, I'm trying, I'm getting better for myself. And they're like, hey, Phil, Warriors or Celtics? Because it's all like, he's, I think he said, I got Celtics. I think people really He's there, of course. People but, really underestimate like the the person that goes and sees the major. It's like you're a real casual fan who probably doesn't even know fucking live exists. They're not even on Twitter. So I'm gonna <laughs> say they have no idea what's going on, man. It'll uh, hit Facebook two months from now, and then we'll get the next uproar. But that's uh, what it. we we are getting. Uh, you could have at least talked about why you aren't picking Phil. I don't like this guy. Cancel him. Uh, can't ban for life. Ban him. Yeah. Fuck off. That, I mean, it didn't sound like a question, really. Well, he was questioning. It why. sounds like he's fucking being petulant and Some complaining. Plays, that's why he gets so petulant. Bu- like, that's what bugs me. And I know it bugs you because the question is, though, it's like if, if you need to ask that, 
That means you're considering it. So do what you like. You do what it's you want to do. It's your play them. You yeah. love. You, it's your fucking. You're money. so mad that we don't talk about Phil. Play Phil. Why don't you like him as much as me? Dunk on us. I don't. I, don't I, I think us. he's the best. And I think you should play him. And I'm very upset that you don't like the. Because <laughs> they're because they're cowards and they want to be able to blame, blame me. You. They want to be able to blame Phil Pat Mayo when they make a shitty pick. But I I'm, come from the era. You you go and play his ass. You tag our ass on Twitter if he does well, and you dunk on us. That's what you go and do. Yeah. Not, not cry and whine about it. So I like that call for sure. Fading Fleetwood. What's a good pivot? I'm not fading Fleetwood. So I don't I'm know. fading Fleetwood, but I'm Connors, not. Munoz, Geegan, they're all there. Wise probably is Wise. the right there. Louie or Wise? Uh, any injury notes to this point? Uh, Spieth died, but he might be alive now. I'm not sure. Billy Ho's fingers half chopped off. So yeah, he was chopping wood for no reason. Just cut his hand off. He put but, it in the boat. Yo, he's man. questionable. You got it wrapped up. We'll see about him. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Sharon Twedich at 62. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> what? I, I think we're at the end of the line. I never we're not even this like, person. I, I don't want to discard the good questions No, here. go to the good ones. I'm eh, saying, but who, who did they say? Like Sharon Twedich? Who is this person? It's a lot of a repeat of questions. So if we've answered this question, I'm just going to go on from it. Who finishes higher, Sungjae or Neiman? I'll say Sungjae. Neiman. Uh, Minwoo Lee at $6,400 worth a shot just based off Talon. I was looking at him a lot this week. Uh, he does bomb it, but I like the other guys that we talked about better. We, we talked about the narrative on Minwoo Lee, his sister Minji winning the Women's U.S. Open, and now he, he was in the mix of the Masters, no joke. Right? He had that Sunday round that could have been something, but uh, you, I'm playing Min Lee. Is Brian Harmon a horrible play? I do not think so. I think if you use him any way other than like the last guy in as a you know strict guy just to make the cut and get you a top 30 and you've got five guys you think have firepower, then he's a bad play. Otherwise, I think he's okay. Uh, Siwoo has a house in Boston. Over under a hole in ones this week. 1.5. Oh, God. D- hey, last time someone had the house. <laughs> they won. Cam Smith, the joke at the players, and he shipped. So Taylor Montgomery talked about him. Why are there so many fucking questions about Jim Furyk? <laughs> what is going on? Right you now? play Jim Furyk stacked with Denny McCarthy, and you have yourself a time, all right? <laughs> uh, I still want to know who Sharon Twedledge is or whatever this person asked about earlier. Neiman or Fitz? Neiman. Neiman. Thoughts Definitely. on Horsefield? We're, we're both in, I think. I'm in, yep. Spieth, just, I mean, yes, we know Spieth left the range. Thank you. Maybe he actually left the range. How do you feel about Gary this week? He's in my pool. Gary Woodland? Yeah. Um, no, he's a guy that worries me. Like I said, that range. You, you, we couldn't talk, we couldn't get sold on, like, there's Leishman, mm. Reed, Yeah, but I like Gary. Straka, Gary, Gary. Gary's biggest skill is what translates to a U.S. Open, if he, if he shows up with it. Okay. In my mind, because he fucking bombs it. And he can be what very. What has he been doing lately? Before we oh, did kind of like him. Fuck all. He was great in Florida, and then that was it for him. Yeah, was... I think he popped somewhere once. It was like, oh yeah, let's use him. And then like, no, bad. Yeah, he was thirty fourth the PGA Championship. He was eighth at Valero, is where it was. Let's see. Since around the green is so penal and green so small, would you consider ball strikers and sand saves who three putt too much to be a relative weakness or canceled out here? I think there's merit to that. If you want to play that angle, I can't discredit it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yo, Tambo. Well, that's not a question. Banned for life. What are your... <sighs> Gooch or Webb? Gooch. Gooch for me. 10 top 10... Oh, it's this fucking guy. I thought I banned him. <laughs> 10 top 10s at the US Open for Phil. <laughs> He's I, not still I told, here. I told you the questions are getting bad at this. Oh, God. This I'm just going to go down to the bottom. Came back. One guy's asked the same question like five times at what this point. What is it? What's the question? Or number one, uh, uh, number two, live players to play. But he's done it like six times. Oh, well, there he is right there. Banned for life. 
<laughs> easy stuff. You can only ask the question once. It's people like this that have ruined the chat for everyone. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah, you just the scroll you did just lost like maybe ten good questions. In yeah, there. I know. I, I feel bad ask because him. of Phil guy. If lefty yeah, dude. Phil, Phil guy, the lefty lover <laughs> that came in and wanted to tell us all of his life stats and history. Yeah, and we don't give a shit. Yeah, just don't care. Yeah, hope Phil wins. Now that would be good for golf. So would DJ versus anybody. Like DJ Rom down the stretch would be an incredible. How do you think the fans react? I think it'd be good. If it was Phil and DJ down the stretch. Oh no, Phil and DJ be even better. But if you had DJ taking all that money and Rom stepping up yesterday saying that four hundred million bucks basically is no good to me. It's funny on who it would be, right? Like if it was DJ versus Rom, hundred percent of people are behind Rom. DJ Rory. Hundred percent of people are behind Rory. But if you inject Phil into the mix. Phil will have his supporters. So we want Phil. We want Phil. Phil is like the biggest story of all of this. Because although 100% of people on Twitter hate him, he's still well-liked. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can go Phil versus any of those guys. I want Phil versus Rory. It'd be like if Louie got into it. People would still like Louie. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they'd be rooting for him to get this other yeah, one. Let, like, let's get there. Let's, let's get the win. Close one out. You didn't because Rom stole it from him last time. Hey, we could I mean, have Rom Louie. He didn't steal it from him. Louie did that to himself by driving it out of bounds. Oh, it's horrible. I know that. But <laughs> even Rom got everything to go his way. He played out of the bunker sideways and had to make the putt. Like, it worked out. But Rom versus Louie could be a thing. It was last time. Yeah. I think Louie's a play. I like Louie. Yeah. He's, a, he's the exact same price as Sungjae. You can play them both. I'm just saying that is pretty interesting at the end of the week. That'll be something you'll be thinking about. I know Bryson might not be the best play given his recent history, but... As a result, wouldn't you have to have more upside than a 6K guy than, like, Ryan Fox? Well, yeah, costs $1,200 more. Yeah, I don't understand that comparison. He should have more, and he costs more. It's been a long week. It has. I appreciate the good people who tuned into the show, not the Phil guy. Don't like that guy. The lefty lover is out, man. Yeah. Too much love. Too much love. One thing to love, like you said, the fans still love lefty, but I don't, Listen, don't need that in the again, chat. Again, it's all for sure. If you want to play someone, play them. Don't let us talk you out of them. It's your money. Yep. If we knew all the stuff, we would win every week. Yeah. If I knew all the stuff, I wouldn't be doing a fucking show. <laughs> I'd be go. using it to win all the money, and then you'd never see me again. So I wouldn't need to do the show. It's the way to do it. I like to. I put it this way. I'm better at doing the show than I am making the picks. I'll tell you that much. Yep. Uh, thank you all for doing We did this for like two hours. We have to get out of here so the Dogger Pass podcast can film very soon. Tambo, do you have anything else to add to U.S. Open Week? Because I'm just, I'm so pumped for it to start. You're on tonight. Yeah, we'll have our show over at Rump Your Sports. Talked about it earlier. Use promo code DGEN50. I got everything else that I'm doing on Twitter, at Tag and Tambo. Follow me there. Got the thread out this morning. It's pumping big today because it's a major, so it's loaded with information. Finally, last week sucked. There was only like 12 things I could find that I actually was interested in this week. Lots of good content out there. So, yeah, hit, hit me up on Twitter, at Tag and Tambo. Uh, sub to the newsletter. That's my last piece of content, the most up-to-date piece of content that will come out tonight. Free to join down in the description. If you do have any more questions, good questions, obviously, uh, at the PME on Twitter, I'll be around most of the night uh, taking whatever you got coming at me. Unless they're like, they're really bad and I'll block you. And that'll just be the end of that. It'll be easy. It'll be easy stuff. It's like getting banned for life, but on a different platform. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Smash the like on the way out. I will see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.